so wrapped up in layers, Onion Boy. You're afraid of your own feelings. And welcome to the Movie Ladder Podcast, where we're climbing the rungs of cinematic connections. Each week, we're discussing a movie that connects to the movie from the previous week's podcast. I'm Zach Brooks, and for the 168th time, I'm joined by... Brandon Fitzpatrick. And uh, we couldn't talk about this movie without bringing on a guest. And mm-hmm. uh, so last week, what did we talk about? We talked about Banshees of Inishirin. We talked about the Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, yes. And uh, this week... Due to a uh, friendly donkey connection yeah. and other things, uh, we are joined by uh, some may know him as Shut Up Tim, some may know him as Shrek Up Tim. Uh, he is Shrek Up Tim joining us. Hey, thank you for having me on a what's probably the best movie of all time. Well, a second best movie of all time because I am a firm, staunch believer in the superiority of Shrek 2 uh, to Shrek 1. But Shrek 1 is a very good, very good movie. I'm here to defend it if I need be or uh, elate you to with like all the elements. Um, I'm happy to be on the Movie Ladder podcast. Although I am quite disappointed that this didn't happen one episode later. It would have been very nice if it was one. One episode later. Uh, 169. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, nice. nice. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's a uh, good point. Yeah, we'll have to think about that when we're picking our 169. Mm-hmm. That's the sort of adult humor that might be in a movie like Shrek. Right. <laughs> the, kids won't, the kids won't get, but your parents are going to love it. Yeah. And I'll uh, say this right now. I think Shrek gets a bad rap. Everybody is like, oh, there's so many fart jokes in the Shrek movie. And really, on this watch, I I counted how many farts. And there's one fart, and there is a couple of fart jokes. Like, oh, you smell like it. It smell like you yeah. farted, right? Yeah. Um, if it was me, you'd be dead. Which yeah. Is my, maybe my favorite line from the entire movie. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. Every single line is my favorite line from this movie, but uh, I, I will say that there are way more burps and farts in, in Shrek. It's all, it's all gas, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and I do think, I mean, I'm looking at Letterboxd. It's got a four star on Letterboxd, mm-hmm. so there's not the haters on Letterboxd, and we'll see if the listeners are with those Letterboxd people or if, or if we got some haters in our... We shall see. In our we shall see. Bag. Uh, yes, but uh, before we do that, I got I got to finish the intro. I didn't do that. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we <laughs> talked about Shrek. Then at the end of the episode, we'll decide on our next movie based on suggestions sent in by the listeners and us, your hosts. We get to put Tim through the gauntlet of seeing if he suggests movies that we've already done. Uh, there's always that trap that guests can fall into. Uh, it's always quite funny if that happens. Uh, so he's we'll a be... professional. He's, he's, he he is. listens to I, the podcast. He knows what he's doing. I I, I went through the list and I looked and I I made my list after looking through your list and then I was listening to another episode and you guys are like, oh yeah, we covered this one. I was like, oh, this was on the list. I, <laughs> well, I I almost suggested having looked at every single movie as well. Mm. So well, and the other thing is is that there's movies that Brennan and I separately have podcasted about, like on Post Show Recaps right, or on other right, networks. Right. Well, and so it's like, oh, we can't do Mean Girls or we can't do any of the James Bond movies because like right. we've already done those uh, all right well so. i i'm gonna call those. i'm gonna call my shot right now i think nice. i have the perfect movie uh that that connects perfectly but we'll see i have Wonderful. i have a bunch of different backups so it depends That's on good. what area you want to go in it's always good exactly. when somebody calls their shot i don't know if a guest has ever called their shot before so let's uh, I'm, I'm pointing see. i'm pointing right there right there, right there. Right there. Right there. yeah <laughs> uh, so we'll be spoiling shrek so if you've never seen it uh it is on amazon prime it is on uh, per- uh peacock, peacock. Yeah. as well uh, Tim, where'd you watch it? Do you own it? <laughs> well, I do. I, I, I have. I, of course, I have the whole collection on my iTunes account. But uh, 
did I, I don't think I put it on P. I think I watched it that way. So I wouldn't have to watch the commercials on my Peacock account. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say that in prep for this show too, I went ahead and rewatched Trek for the umpteenth time and then went and did my second watch ever of, uh, Puss in Boots, the, the last wish, nice. um, uh, uh, just to, I felt like the alpha and the omega of the Shrek franchise. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, if anything, sh- watching Shrek 1 again made me like Puss in Boots a little less. Uh, oh, just way more fun in the Shrek movie. And I think why people like this Puss in Boots, which I'm assuming, have either of you seen Puss in Boots? I haven't yeah, yet. It's been on my list forever. Yeah, I have it. My brother suggested when I told him we were doing Shrek, because it was his suggestion that we do Shrek this week. Uh, he mm-hmm. said, oh, you should watch Puss in Boots also. And I thought about it. Like, yeah. I kind of ran out of time. And then I was also like, well, there, maybe there's a chance we're going to do it next week. So right. It's on, my li- it's on my list of potential ones I'm going to suggest. We'll see if anybody else does. So. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch, I would say, if you're a fret, if, uh, if you like Shrek and Puss is Puss in Boots is a great character. So it, it's worth a watch. I'm just saying uh, it's I think it ranks. Uh, let's see. On my official Shrek ranking, it is the fourth entry out of the six. Mm. So Ooh, that's right. that, yeah. So two, one, four, Puss in Boots, two. Shrek three and then Puss in Boots one. What so, about like the, isn't that like a Shrek Christmas special and things like well, that? Well, okay, that you want you want to rank all of the yeah. I mean okay. they they are I think they are canonical <laughs> canonical, but uh, I'm not gonna rank all the half an hour shorts and everything because oh, a lot okay. of them get repackaged again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you uh, are, are uh, Shrek the Halls or uh, yeah. Scared Shrekless yeah. for the Halloween uh, TV specials. Um, and I you know I didn't put the Shrek musical in there as well, which is a oh, extended yeah. retelling of this movie. So that could be the next one that's on netflix i think oh man all right awesome of the options uh so yes but if you if tim has not convinced you that you should go watch shrek if you've never seen it and don't want to be spoiled uh if he's not convinced you of that and you just want to hear what we're going to be watching next week maybe it's another movie in the shrek universe uh there is a timestamp in the description of this podcast you can skip forward uh but of course we always suggest that you pause this podcast go watch the movie and come back and listen to this insightful discussion and uh mm-hmm. you should uh, follow us on uh, instagram and twitter at ladder movie the movie ladder at gmail.com is where you can send in your feedback, next movie suggestions, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us on the movie ladder on Letterboxd and uh, just make sure you're submitting your feedback, ratings, questions, comments to any of those channels. So, uh, all right, um, Tim, you ready to tell us the best thing you watched in the last week? Ooh, that's tough. I've been uh, this year. I've been watching a ton of movies. I've been trying to fill in all my blank spots or, and you know, being a movie lover, what was the, Oh, this is the non-movie section, though, part, right? I, it can be anything you watch. It could be a book you read. It can be. Whatever. I watched a book I read. <laughs> what am I? Uh, <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I read the novelization of Shrek. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I uh, this morning I watched the latest episode of The Mandalorian, which I've been oh, really yeah. enjoying oh, season yeah. three. It's, uh, it's a very good show, I think. And uh, I have to say that the... Um, Sequel trilogy. Uh, I'm I'm a Star Wars nerd first and foremost, mm-hmm. and uh, yes. Um, but this is the type of Star Wars nerd I am. 
the sequel trilogy crushed my love of Star Wars. I realized maybe I'm an adult now and I'm not I don't have time for Star Wars. But everything that has been that Disney has crushed out of me uh, for my love of Star Wars, the Mandalorian show brings it back tenfold and makes me just want to watch all of the old stuff again. And uh, I, I'm, I'm always the type of fan who anytime the Mandalorian references something from the uh prequel trilogy i'm like yeah woo order go. 66 or, or <laughs> show me those i think pit. you're the first person to ever say on a podcast yay order 66 <laughs> well, show me those pit droids i, I want to see more pod racing in my life there you go. give me yippee. more give me more jar jar if possible that's, um, that's heartening to hear i mean I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that i'm glad that mando has reinvigorated your spirit for star wars yeah, but th- but then I'm also nervous because this season we're seeing some sequel stuff, and mm. I'm like I'm like oh no I'm like you know maybe that element's not my least favorite part, but directly referencing the rise of Skywalker makes me nervous. So it's certainly leading somewhere for sure, and I mean yeah. I don't want to get into too much and spoil too much, but you know I mean I, I've talked about it. It's been really fun to podcast that so far this season. I can't wait to get together with Richard Matanya this weekend and talk about the latest episode because i absolutely love it and i'll very go ahead much, and double uh, down you know very much felt it. like the karate kid this episode <laughs> and i've only seen like bits and pieces of the karate kid but i got karate kid vibes um something that i should probably say for like the next robin akiva hot takeoff mm-hmm. but uh grogu is annoying i don't like it. <laughs> oh. Whoa. um mm-hmm. hmm. that's mm-hmm. actually that's yeah they're gonna okay. hate that as a hot take because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna woefully misunderstand what a hot take is and yeah. be like, no, that's not a hot take. I mean, I don't mind Grogu the character, but he just like <laughs> sometimes he looks super CGI and sometimes he looks like a Jim Henson puppet, and there's no absolute, in between. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anytime he walks, it, I think is yeah. an issue. But uh, it's the walking and the flipping. Yeah. I, I think what they need to. I think his biggest issue is. I think, like, they need to age him a little bit, and by age him, just give his pupils smaller and smaller so they get more, like, human eyes like like mm-hmm. Yoda had, because, right. you know, if this this little thing's gonna become a Mandalorian or whatever, I, or put that helmet on him already. I so, swear like, to God, if they put a helmet on that puppet, I'm gonna be so they're, mad. Oh, come on, <laughs> they're going so to. It's it gonna does seem like they're bad. going to. Yeah. Gonna, I think that's how the series is gonna end, is, like, him oh, put on yeah. the helmet. So. Oh, no. oh, and, like, he was the Mandalorian all along. Oh no, he right, be- right, right. Well, uh, he becomes the Mandalorian. Right. I, yeah, I, so I see with his journey. I yeah, I see that maybe uh you know Pedro Pascal's Mandalorian leaves for some reason um at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Um possibly right. he he dies and then Grogu takes over the mantle, right? Oh, there we go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. All right. All right, Brennan, what was the best thing you watched? Uh, aside from The Mandalorian, um, caught up with a couple of movies. Uh, I want to shout out a movie that I'm honestly, after watching it, shocked, got zero Oscar buzz and zero Oscar love in nominations, and that's Armageddon Time, which, starring uh, Jeremy Strong, uh, Anthony Hopkins, a couple of really, really great young actors as well, whose names are not in front of me. Um, basically, it's a story about a Jewish family and their young son who forms a friendship with an African-American child that's going to the same school as he is. Mm-hmm. And this movie is like a really, really awesome coming of age movie that like 
you understand the message that it's giving you from minute one about like friendship and acceptance and tolerance and you know exactly where it's going the entire time but it's just in, an incredible journey to get there um absolutely loved it and i'm really shocked there wasn't at least a uh best supporting actor nod for anthony hopkins for this um, yeah yeah i, really I feel like it, it. kind of got it kind of got buried in like there were like 10 autobiographical right coming of age movies that's the year. issue yeah and I mean, it came yeah, out of empire and light and fablemans and yeah yeah um yeah the uh what was it the one the inuritu one um, Oh yeah so yeah i just think like i think it was and, and i think this one almost qualifies for my like every movie so tim i have this thing that i've been working mm -hmm. on this theory i've been developing that <laughs> every movie has to be watched twice like, oh. to be understood, yeah, everybody has to be watched twice. Now, nobody has the time to do that. But I think, like, it's really hard to judge a movie without seeing it all the way through and then seeing kind of the groundwork laid. Um, and Armageddon Time is one that I watched. I thought it was pretty good. And then I kind of, like, watched while I was working um, mm. a few weeks later and just kind of had it on in the background and was, like, watching it. And, like, I feel like I picked up on a lot more stuff the second time and just appreciated it a little bit more the second time. So Th that's, a, that's a great theory uh, and fascinating, too, because I just had that experience last night. I watched – I ended up watching Dazed and Confused for the second time in my mm -hmm. life. The first time being watching it when I was in high school and mm -hmm. not appreciating it. Yes. And then – then, you know, I'm 42 now and watching it last night and having really in this last year, Dell dived into um, Linklater's work. Like I just mm -hmm. watched the Before series for the first time. I and, love it. Um, I love those and just it fell in, in boyhood and fell in love with Linklater and and just went back and like knew the beats and everything. But it was a, such a different level. Like mm. it had to go full five stars for it. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Just last night. So I, I well, told no, there's a podcast waiting for you if you want. Yeah, exactly. There's our yeah, only yeah. in-person podcast. We did it last year. I think it was, uh, was it episode like 150 or something? Something or like that. It was, yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. It was, I, um, I, I freaking love that movie. It's a, it's been a five-star movie for me since I saw it in high school and it, it gets older and I only appreciate it more, the, the more it ages and the more I age. Like I, and it's nostalgia. It's a pure nostalgia movie. That's part of it, you know? It's yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I did rewatch to be able to listen to your guys' okay. episode. So uh, yes, oh, um, uh, I really love the. Uh, I just I just pulled it up. I was trying to get what an episode number was. It was from last July, but uh, I really love our, our title connection, Brendan. See you link later. Very nice. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, nice. Uh, yeah, I think that I kind of came up with that theory after watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. The second time I watched it, I liked it so much more. And then I watched After Sun last year, and. I didn't get what everybody loved about it after some, and then I watched it a second time and like fell in love with it. So mm -hmm. um, it is a good, when you have the time to rewatch, I think it's helpful. Uh, all right. So for me, uh, Brenda, you just talked about a movie about a Jewish family. I'm going to also mm -hmm. talk about, I've been talking about a show about a Jewish family. Um, so on uh, my brother's suggestion, I watched The Patient on Hulu, mm -hmm. um, starring Steve Carell and Donald Gleason. Um, and it is about a psychologist who uh, takes it a new patient and then things, I was just say things go off the rails and it becomes a little bit more mm. of a thriller. Um, it's definitely one of those shows that you're like, yeah, 15 years ago, this would have been a thriller movie. It wouldn't have been a show. Um, mm. And it's not super long episodes. The episodes are 22 minutes to start. They get to like 40 later on in the season. Mm. I watched the whole thing in two days. Um, I oh, binged wow. right through it. I flew through it. And it wasn't until the end that I really kind of understood what the show was actually about. And the end hit me. 
in a pretty weird place because right now I've you know I've talked about I've had some family stuff going on and um, my stepfather is uh, really sick with cancer and it we're getting close to the end at this point um, and this week has been really hard um, it's been a yeah it's been really hard couple days he is home he's peaceful but it's it's sad and I watched this movie before we kind of got to this point he was still in the hospital when I watched or when I watched the show but. I think just like the way, like the timing of watching this show and the themes that it's dealing with, with like dealing with, um, with grief and loss and especially in the Jewish religion, grief and loss, it was just, it, um, I think it's definitely one of the better shows I've, I watched last year. And it was one that I didn't, I liked it as it was going, but I really appreciate a lot more of it as I've gotten away from it. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a pretty heavy show, but I, and it's for, with Steve Carell and a half hour show, you wouldn't think it would be heavy, but, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty, you know, 10 episodes, half hour each. So you can get through it pretty quick and. Um, I think it's definitely worth a watch. I think it, I feel like all the TV podcasts just totally missed it last year when it came out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those ones that just got buried under the slew of shows. For sure. I mean, Domino Gleason, I, I've liked in everything I've ever seen him in. I mean, he's completely different in this than any other role that I've seen him in. And Steve Carell gives a fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen Steve Carell be like really good in a dramatic role. Mm. Trying to think. Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher. Yeah. He he was just kind of weird in that. Mm. Um, Tim, you, you haven't watched that show, did you? The uh, no, I've been meaning. Uh, that was one that I was uh, thinking about, and then I just forgot about it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I have been on this like new f- or refound movie quest where I've been consuming so many movies that I almost almost watch almost no TV unless there's like something specifically appointment based. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I want I I have that on the list, and I will check it out. It's just. Yeah. One of those I have to hit. It's Hulu, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Hulu. It's also, I feel like, because Shrinking came out so much quicker. Like, I feel like people always, like, I confuse it with Shrinking. Mm-hmm. Right. And Shrinking came out, like, a month or two after The Patient ended. And The Patient, I guess, was a weekly show. And I, with a half-hour show, it'd be kind of weird to watch this weekly. I feel like it just worked really mm-hmm. well on a binge because the episode just kind of led into the next one. Um, Isn't it kind of serial killery though? Yes, yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. That's the difference from shrinking, I think. I hope. Right. I mean, <laughs> shrinking is a dramedy, like a very much leaning into the comedies of the side of the drama. Yeah, I just mean it's yeah. two it's two streaming shows, both about psychologists. Right. Uh, that came out at the same time. Um, right. But yeah, though, they're pretty different. Would, and the I, patient. I would... The patient's title also, I feel like that could have been the name of the um, Veranos, Gyarados, what's the Oh, yeah, blood? it could have been the name yeah. of Theranos. Yeah. Theranos, what was that? That was, was, that, was that, dropout. that was the dropout. Or the dropout. dropout. Yeah, yeah. There you go. This is the problem. There's all these yeah. shows where we're like, wait, was that yeah. Dope Sick or The Dropout? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, no. It's, I, I mean, I think the patient is, it's self-contained. And they're, I don't think they're doing any more seasons of it. So right. it's one of those that it'll be there unless Hulu starts cutting costs and gets it right. off their right. system. Right. So, um but yeah, and, and and like it's you know it's it's heavy stuff going on in my real life, but it is really nice to be able to hop on this podcast with you guys. It's a, I'm really glad we we're able to do it. Um, that's the reason for the delay that we didn't do it last mm-hmm. night. And then you know I think to be determined if we end up having other delays, but we're gonna try to get our podcast in every week. Um, yeah. Just we'll just see. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, th- we there's, no, about... there's no easy transition there. There isn't. From, Should uh, we talk about the green yeah. ogre um, and not Grogu, yeah. the other green ogre? <laughs> so, yes. Uh, Another goaded green character, of course. Uh, right. Oh, I'm, you know what I'm really excited for is, uh, Brendan, we're going to have Tim do the box office game for Shrek. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Yes, this is going to be great. So we, uh, 
We pull up the box office for the week Shrek came out. Let's see if you can name other movies that, that were out in the theater that same week. I'm gonna I'm terrible. I'm gonna be terrible. Two thousand and one. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so this. Yeah. Go ahead. I was I was just gonna stop the movie. Go ahead with your question, Brendan. No, go ahead. All right. Uh, so you know, Shrek obviously came out two thousand one. It, it kind of kicked off the franchise. Was this movie expected to be a big hit when it came out, Tim? Uh, abs- absolutely not. So Shrek, of course, was Dream is uh, DreamWorks, mm-hmm. um, and uh, DreamWorks at the time was you know main competition was Pixar, right? We had the Toy Stories happening uh, at this point, and so DreamWorks um, was more based in um, still hand drawn animation. And uh, famously, Shrek was the series or, or was the project that they would put the animators who got in trouble in their main venture uh, to work on as like, this is the joke uh, thing that's not going to work, end up being anything. Mm-hmm. So if you got in trouble at DreamWorks and got, got instead of getting fired, you got put up, you got Shreked is what they <laughs> would call it, um, which ended up meaning that you ended up uh, working on a more fun, silly thing that they didn't take as serious because um, uh, DreamWorks was really trying hard for a um, prestige animated film and and that of course ended up being the prince of egypt uh, oh, yes which could be a ladder um and yeah. jewish family again if uh, yeah exactly yeah. um uh so there you go uh and we're good movie over time too yeah yeah good good, good movie um but uh I, you know shrek ended up uh you know winning an oscar let's just say yeah. that right now so mm-hmm. uh wasn't expecting it to be a big hit and now it's uh you know it's the centerpiece of the DreamWorks animated uh, uh, division. If you if you have seen the new Puss in Boots or the uh, the new DreamWorks animated logo, have either of you seen the DreamWorks animated logo? Um, I don't think I've seen the new one. I've seen the, the one before this movie. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're probably familiar with the little kid. Uh, the mm. the lure goes oh, in yeah. the water, um, and yeah. Well, the new one. That little kid jumps up on that uh, the moon and then he starts surfing on the moon and he <laughs> and he and he surfs by all of the DreamWorks family of animated movies. Incredible. Would you guys like to guess who the animated characters the DreamWorks Fisherman kid interacts with? All right, let's go back and forth, Brendan, and we'll see who misses one first. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I have to think about what's DreamWorks versus other animated studios is the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the game. Yep, Shrek. Well, there you go. That's the easy one. That's the end. So at the very end, the um, the the kid drives, uh, flies by, and Shrek waves at him, and that's how it ends. Um, Well, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Donkey, which is a little bit risky since they already have Shrek. But uh, but you would be correct. Uh, Shrek is standing there, and Donkey nudges him a little bit. Shrek looks down at Donkey and then waves at the DreamWorks kid. Nice. Nice. Uh, Puss in Boots. Yeah, that was, that was that's me guess. I am sorry, that's oh. incorrect. Puss in Boots does not make the animated uh, opening. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, what about the dragon from How to Train Your Dragon? <gasps> yes, Toothless is Toothless present. Dragon. Yes, and I have to say, this is one of my hot takes. I hate the How to Train the Dra- Your Dragon uh, series. I think wow. it's bad. I don't like it. It's one of my least favorites. There are two groups uh, of animated characters represented in this logo that I disavow and don't like. So um, 
Uh, do you guys want to keep guessing, or I can just uh, go go for it? Go ahead and have us okay. off at the pass here. I've never seen any of the How to Train Your Dragons. Okay, well, you're that usually is the one where people people will say that's the good DreamWorks uh, series, mm. and I will tell you. It is not. I don't like it. Um, I get why people like it. It's not for me. Um, okay, so then, of course, The Bad Guys, which just came out, which oh, is... Oh, yeah. Uh, I would not remember that it, was DreamWorks. So is DreamWorks yeah. owned by Universal, then? It must be. Right? It's, yes, yeah. So it, it got absorbed. Um, you know, DreamWorks originally was started by Spielberg um, mm-hmm. and his uh, production company. Um, and so uh, the kid flies by, he sees, he sees Poe, Kung Fu Panda, Poe. Oh yeah. Uh, he Those sees words, yeah. he sees Queen Poppy, of course, from uh, uh, the Trolls franchise, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, Toothless. He sees Fiona, Shrek, and Donkey. Fiona makes uh, makes, that makes sense. sense. Um, what about the kids? The kids make it or not? No, no Shrek babies. Oh, only only it seems the only Shrek one characters are represented in uh, Shrek. So the the trio, not the quartet. Puss, no puss. And oh, and most interestingly enough, the boss baby. Alec Baldwin himself is oh, present. Sure. God's that was DreamWorks what, as well. That's wild. What about yeah. uh, Secret Life of Pets? Is that DreamWorks or is that a different uh, company? That's different Sony. That is Illumination. So that's Minions. Right. Um, oh, so so no no Secret Life of Pets with Louis C.K.'s dog. Uh, <laughs> Right, oh, yeah. Pat Oswald, actually. I'm a huge animation nerd, uh, if, it, if you haven't noticed already. I love animation, and I uh, I also have three kids, and I end up watching all of their stuff multiple, mm-hmm. multiple times. So I get I form hot takes having seen every kid movie a hundred times. That's why I'm very passionate about the Trolls franchise, because mm-hmm. um, uh, I feel like uh, another uh dreamworks representation of uh justin timberlake ruining something good um which of course he ruins shrek 3 by the so way. have you seen lyle lyle crocodile speaking of another green uh creature yeah another green goaded character we could connect to uh to lyle lyle crocodile um, i will not be voting for that i watched that this weekend with a friend's kid um, oh yeah i, I saw was that. like it was all right but it was so nice. long yeah it's oh, it's man. too long and then like i I get like it's a singing movie, but then they like have that little kid sing at the end and he can't sing. Oh, and I'm one to like <laughs> come on and someone's singing. But right, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, why did they have him like have to sing at the end? It was so interesting. Um, my kids loved Lyle Lyle. They've seen it six or seven times already. Yeah, the kids so. I was watching with like it and I was like, well, at least yeah. at least you're appreciating Javier Bardem. And maybe someday you'll mm-hmm. watch Skyfall and really appreciate Javier Bardem. Yeah, but, exactly. uh, or or no, no country, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, people are going to be like, why aren't you guys actually yes. talking about Shrek? You're talking about everything but Shrek. Why don't we kick off things with the movie, with the uh, box office game? Yeah. All right. Oh, man. I, I'm going to be This terrible. is going to be fun. So we usually don't, we just talk about it. We don't, the box office game, that's blank check material. But, sure, uh, yeah. We're going yeah. to steal it from blank check for this episode. Yeah, I'm, uh, the, I'm, I'm the anti-Griffin. Let's say that. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Griffin, is, Griffin is a magical person. The have me in I should get points for naming another movie in 2001, okay? Right. Well, so can you name the, there was a movie that this movie dethroned that was number 1 at the box office the week before. And the I will give you a hint and the hint is this year's Oscars. With Puss in Boots also nominated for the Oscars this year. There is a connection to this movie from this year's Oscars. <laughs> okay, is it uh I feel okay. 
it's a sequel also, I it's, say. Okay. Sorry, it's, it's a sequel. sequel. It's a sequel? Okay. And an Oscar sequel. Uh, Just man. somehow connected to this year's Oscars. It is uh, in some way. Okay. I'm horrible. Um, yeah. uh, is it a Best Lord actor. of the Rings? No, it is. It is The Mummy Returns. Oh, the box oh this, this year. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to think of 2001 Oscars. Oh, yeah, I was like, no, this year. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Mummy Returns. Uh, you know, the, 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 the rock shows up as the Scorpion yes. King. Yep. In the debut. worst... And and connected to uh, you know you could ladder it to Shrek as CG character right like <laughs> one of the worst, one of the worst CG characters of all time um, uh, yeah uh, Spider Man is Spider Man this year no uh, Spider Man was two thousand yeah oh it was two thousand one actually right yeah. it was two thousand one yeah it was July two thousand one yeah and it's so not this, at the box office. <laughs> Uh, this was May 18th. This is May 18th, 2001. I probably should have given you the date. So, um, all right. So, other movies that were uh, in the top 10. So, uh, Memento was number nine. Or, sorry, number 10. Uh, speaking of movies that we've covered on this podcast yep. before, um, we had Spy Kids, Blow. Along came a spider. Wait, you think the Spy Kids Blow? It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Uh, oh, and uh, Lyle, Lyle Crocodile in Los Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles was number oh, one. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> uh, look at other. Let's see what else. And, was uh, a movie that may come up in connections: uh, A Knight's Tale, another oh. movie that is sort of a uh, mockumentary of medieval times. Well, not a mockumentary. Not it's a mockumentary, but a mo- but a uh, fictional mocking of uh, modern modern pop. Mixed with medieval yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Uh, Anachronistic. Uh, you know, instead of Joan Jet, they have "We Will Rock You" exactly. uh, when the knights yep. fight, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, nothing else that we've covered uh, on this podcast that was out at the same time. But uh, yes, Shrek was actually it was the second week of release, but the first week it was only in like two theaters, and then it debuted number one at the box office in two thousand one. Um, I was there. Yeah. yeah. I okay, saw so it. you were there. So you saw I, the opening. I was I there. Well. Yeah. yeah, I would have been a, <laughs> I would have been 20, I think. Yeah, I'm going to a sophomore Shrek. in college. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I was, def- I think I was a sophomore in college too. So, yeah. uh, um, or maybe even older, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was there. I saw everything, everything animated. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I loved animated movies and Hey, this one rocked. It was for, it had adult jokes. It just wasn't kid stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, so I will say my big takeaway from watching Shrek. So I watched Shrek, you know, for the first time probably since 2001. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, I'm sure I've seen it like on a rewatch. But uh, my big takeaway was that really not that much happens in the first Shrek. And a lot mm-hmm. of things that I was remembering about Shrek came from the sequels. Yep. I think it, that's fair. And I enjoyed I, it. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. It's, it's just a pretty simple. The story is pretty simple. And yeah. there's not as many of the reference, like all the jokes and references that I was remembering for the most part were from other movies. Well, it's, well, a, it's a tight 90 and the other parties, like a lot of the like meta jokes are things that are very 2001. Mm-hmm. That some of them still hold up well and some of them not so much, but this is what I posit. And Tim, maybe you'll agree. I think this is the best movie, best animated movie I've seen that ages well for both kids and adults. Where, like, you can continue watching this as a kid and enjoying it. Because all the fart jokes. You're also going to enjoy it as an adult. And I think Shrek really helped 
form a genre around really good animated movies that parents could take their kids to and they would both greatly enjoy. You know what I mean? I, I both agree and disagree. I think what happened was Shrek um, Shrek positively influenced like Pixar, whereas mm. Pixar, I think, then veered into going more adult reference stuff. But mm. also Shrek, I think, poisoned the well of the lesser studios who mm. then just cast – uh, the the big thing that Shrek gets uh, uh, criticized about is, oh, they just cast movie stars and mm-hmm. you only end up putting movie star uh, movie star voices in the movies and then be fart jokes. Whereas if you think about it, Toy Story became uh, came before this and it has Tom yeah. Hanks and Tim Allen, arguably yeah. two of the biggest the stars, stars ever. Yeah, um, and look at the Lion King. I mean, you had yeah. James Earl Jones and Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jeremy Irons. Like, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it was always there. Shrek, yeah. people just like to hate on Shrek because it it, it has the juvenile elements of it. But mm-hmm. but I think that like it ended up poisoning some of these worser movies that we end up like seeing and just thinking of like, oh, that was terrible i think of like the the nut job or or right. the one the movies that i end up hating. chicken run yeah, um, chicken run's supposed to be good well, though i've never chicken, seen it chicken run's decent it's that's our our vent um, that was in the 90s Wall, the 90s. wallace and wallace and gromit um yeah. uh studio and they're always pretty good um but but like i would say flushed away maybe is their yeah. worst their worst one as far as like just referencing popular uh culture and mm-hmm. and really in shrek what is what is the biggest pop culture reference that they put in is the the matrix move yeah, which right. which you couldn't make a movie without referencing that at this point in in time well and i like that that's it's also like crouching tiger capsule. hidden dragon it's a crouching tiger hidden dragon time capsule as well like it's yeah. both, it's both I, things yeah i like that i feel like that probably mm-hmm. like 10 years after this movie was made it probably aged like okay yeah like i really like dated this movie but now mm. we're far enough away and the matrix came back that it's like oh, okay now it's actually right. like i kind of like it it does i was waiting for that the whole movie right because that was like one of the few things i remembered that i knew happened in this movie and then it happened and i was like it feels a little out of place because it's like the only thing like referencing yeah. another like modern property i feel like in this right. like it's obviously referencing all these fairy tales and disney properties yeah. and things like that but nothing like there's no other, there's no reference to like anything else that came out in like '99 or yeah, I, it's like no like Blair Witch reference. I, I, yeah, anything. I think the the next thing that that's closest to that is like when Donkey's like, oh, celebrity marriages they never oh, work yeah. out, right, do right, right, right? And it's just mm-hmm. commenting on pop cultural. But then I was trying to think of celebrity time. marriages for back then. I was like, what? Would they? They're not talking about Kardashians, so like, what yeah, are they well, uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman maybe uh, at that right. point or or what. <laughs> Whoever Ben Affleck just broke up with at that point, you know. Yeah, yeah. have we have we done full circle? Was that J Lo at that point, or what? Are we back? Be, yeah. Was it J Lo or was it Jennifer Gar- Jennifer Garner? I can't remember. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, yeah. not Jennifer Garner. No, it was Jennifer Garner. No, he Jennifer he Garner. was married to Jennifer Gardner also. It yeah. was. Uh, uh, oh wow! Yeah, he, he just he likes Jennifers. Okay, he loves um, J names. Because yeah. he mm-hmm. does the Benefer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to Brennan, I think it was you talking mm-hmm. about it. Maybe it was Tim who said like you mm-hmm. know they put a lot of movie stars in this movie. I was actually as somebody who's trying to make connections off of this movie, there are not that many. There's like you know four names plus Vincent Cassell, who I really right. like. I don't think I really knew that much about him before yeah. he was in Westworld. Um, I mean, who I mostly know from uh, the Ocean sequel. Yeah, the Ocean's he's Twelve. The, 
he's in the Ocean's Twelve. Yeah. Right. And this and that's I was like, oh, we're gonna have John Cleese, and you know, it's like, oh no, John Cleese doesn't show up till the sequel, and uh, right, and Antonio Banderas, yeah, also in the sequel. Yeah, yeah, King Harold and Puss in Boots, of course. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's interesting you bring that up, um, Zach, because like I know, I I know, like pretty much at this point, everybody knows this bit of trivia, but this wasn't supposed to be a Mike Myers movie. Right. I mean, this I was supposed that. to be this was supposed to be a Chris Farley movie, and Chris Farley even went so far as to voice some of the recording of Shrek, and died during the pre-production of this movie, and then it went into development hell for a couple of years until Mike Myers stepped up. Right, Tim? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm gonna rescue this. I cannot imagine yeah. Chris Farley doing. Shrek it's voice. a very different voice. It's a, it's a very different voice. Chris Farley was doing more of a Canadian voice, yeah. which is ironic because Mike yeah. Myers is Canadian, and then right. uh, he okay. does this Scottish voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you see it, uh, if you look at Shrek, he is designed to look like Chris Farley. Absolutely. Um, the only thing they ended up updating of the model was the eyebrows to make mm-hmm. him seem more Mike Myers like. But mm-hmm. his design is designed on Chris Farley. If you go online, you can Google search Chris Farley Shrek, and there is some, they've released some tracks where you can hear his Shrek voice, and they're mm-hmm. really rough temp tracks. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Chris Farley rules. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I mean, Mike Myers is is a goat. Also, it's it's yeah. such a I mean, this cast on Shrek is so good. The, the the four main voice characters alone are just are just, yeah. just amazing in everything. John Lithgow I mean, alone is so good in everything he does. I mean, and Eddie he, Murphy comes in and just steals the movie basically uh, as Doc. Yeah, he's like just all over the place. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 And it's so funny because Eddie Murphy just had an interview and they asked him about Puss in Boots and his comment was like, well, why didn't they do a donkey movie? Donkey's better than Puss in Boots. (laughs) Do you think the Puss in Boots movie, especially the success, because that was, you know, there hadn't been anything really in the Shrek cinematically mm. since what like 2010 i think was the last was shrek forever after or whatever or forever yeah forever. well and then they i think two years after they did the puss and boots standalone movie oh, which, okay, was after, yeah. which was not uh was not a success on and there and and shrek forever after kind of petered out too because shrek 3 was so bad mm-hmm. uh that people lost confidence in shrek mm-hmm. Um, even though I will say Shrek Forever After is underrated, um, I recommend if you're watching a Shrek, that one's better than y- you remember. I, what I feel like in Shrek Three. Uh, Shrek Three. Is that where they had the kids? Shrek Three is the babies show up at the end. Of course, the babies are Farkle, uh, uh, Felicia, and Fergus. Um, Shrek's triplets. They show up at the end. Shrek finds out that Fiona's pregnant at the beginning, but then he goes off to try to find King Arthur who, uh, because King Harold, the frog prince dies and then shrek's going to become king of far far away but of course he's shrek so he doesn't want to be the king so he tries to find king arthur to replace him and then it's all about him and justin timberlake who's king arthur um (laughs) shrek learns the parent before he comes Mm. home and then becomes an actual parent uh that whole portion is terrible the better kind of like lone wolf and cub Almost, like, it's sort, like yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, Grogu and then Jindarin. Last of Us or something, yeah. Din Jarin. I always do that. That was it, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but but the Fiona storyline in 3 is good. Um, mm. 
uh, she's hanging out with all the princesses from Disney. Um, oh, that's that, right. That's that's fun, but I do not like three. I always skip three. Um, it's just a it's a it's a hassle. Okay, so I'm glad you brought up the Disney princesses because the thing you know, as the mm-hmm. more like I know how the movie industry works now as an adult than I did in 2001 when this movie came out, like. How are they able to have all of these, especially the Disney characters? Is it just because they're public domain um, yeah. characters from the fairy tales that they're able to use them and just kind of make them slightly mm-hmm. off of the Disney versions? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Is what we see. We see Snow White for sure, right? She's and the Cinderella, dead girl in yeah. the case, and Cinderella, right? Okay. Yep. Um, uh, out of the you know the dating game reference that yes. they do. Um, what a dated what a dated yeah. reference. Oh, I didn't think so at all because I was like, oh, the Bachelor's. The bachelor's <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was... And, like the, like, the Bachelor is still on now, and it like just felt like the Bachelor to me, like the structure. It was pretty good, but you know we have what Pinocchio's in this as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, a connection to a bunch yeah. of different Pinocchios, you could watch uh, um, one very good, one very bad. Um, and AI, uh, of course. Yeah, and then you know Peter Pan's there, and there's uh, Robin Hood. And- yeah, yeah. There's there's so many just like public domain licensed mm-hmm. uh, fairy tale characters. So that's how you get away, and they're and they're making fun of Disney the whole yeah. time too. So right, and I do love like. Uh, Lord Far- Farquaad's land or whatever it's called, yeah. like that they make it like so cl- they're like, oh, you're parked in, like you know, like the yeah. parking sign. Like I did remember that, yeah. and like yeah. um, Lancelot, they they parked yeah, in the Lancelot. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yes, um, and Zula. I also I like that Farquaad's um, logo is like this, almost the same as the Facebook F. Yeah, um, yeah. speaking of Justin Timberlake, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna just make a kind of very uh, hamfisted it's- connection. But yeah. but the F is the F from the Disney font. Uh, there's no yes. F in Disney, so that's what it's styled after. And I have to point this out because some people do miss this, but I assume both of you movie experts get w- the Farquaad joke, right? No, I don't think. What his name is a joke. Do you get the joke? He's a Farquaad. He's a fuckwad. Oh, oh. no, that yeah, went well, right over my head. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke is it's uh, it sounds sort of like that. And yeah, his his perfect place is Disneyland, right? Even uh, with the small world, uh, uh-huh, Dulop yeah. is a perfect place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I um I think it's appropriate that it went over my head considering all the height jokes in this movie. Right. Uh, sure. There you go. So yeah. actually, and that that brings up another point. So I already have very few notes watching this. Um, usually mm-hmm. I have pretty good jokes that just wasn't much to jot down but i did know like okay so we're watching this fairy tale and the the moral of the fa- of the fairy tale is you know beauty is on the inside beauty is on the outside right but isn't that a little incongruous with all of the times they make fun of farquad's height and the way he looks they are more so making not f- beautiful on the inside that's why they're yeah, looking okay. at what that- at what a farquad is yeah. <laughs> and and also he's more about power than like right. actually beautiful. He wants everything under his power. So it's not mm-hmm. that like he even though he's, you know, he's short, you know, he's oh, it looks like he's compensating for something. Right. right. Um, um, uh, yeah. So I I mean, there's so many little details, too, in this movie that mm-hmm. like if you can go to a Mashable or Listable or whatever, and they'll tell you ten, the 10 things from Shrek you, you may have missed. Um, mm-hmm. But they're they're pretty good. Like, um, the, the did you two notice the three bears joke in the in the movie? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think so. We're, the pages and the. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was like there, it was just like the 
the Goldilocks thing, right? Wasn't the Goldilocks reference in there? <laughs> well, there is a Goldilocks reference, but the three bears are being carted away at the beginning when they're standing mm. in line and the old lady's trying to sell donkey. And right. she says one of my favorite lines is like, I'm the talk of this damn thing that you ever seen where she's <laughs> yeah. like ventriloquisting him. Uh, and then he says he's a super fly. Um, uh, but the three bears are being sold, carted away to Lord Farquaad. Um, and then when we're back at the swamp and all the fairy tale characters are in Shrek Swamp, we mm -hmm. see the dad bear and the baby bear. And where's mom bear? Mom bear's not in that swamp because later on when we go back to Lord Farquaad's uh, castle, he has a bear rug that has a bow on it, uh, meaning he killed the mo uh, mother bear oh, no. uh, and put it on. Completely. Well, he probably That's wasn't the one who killed the bear, right? He probably yeah. sent somebody to kill him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He probably yeah. had um, – oh, shoot. I'm blanking on the executioner's name who has a good right. name. Um, all right. It'll come to me. I'm blanking on it right now. So. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the other, I mean, let's talk about Farquaad. Great yeah. historic moment is the gingerbread man. It's, uh, torture maybe the scene. Best scene. it's maybe the best scene in the movie. I mean, it's, it's, it gets me every time. <laughs> the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man. Yeah. Yes, the Muffin, the muffin man. man. So they do that again, right? The gingerbread, <laughs> they do that same joke in the, in Shrek 2, right? There's also a gingerbread scene. They go and see the Muffin Man. Yeah. In Shrek 4, I believe. In 2, I think we do see Drury Rain. Rain, yes. Yeah, thank you. In Shrek 2, but I, I don't know if we see the Muffman per se. But, um, you know, in Shrek 2, Gingy's got his, his legs back. And I will say this, for those of you who um, are worried you're going to watch Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, there are Shrek references in the movie. And um, uh, it's not that big a spoiler because it's in the trailer, but Gingy specifically is in the movie. So there's a direct relation. If you want to see Shrek, um, and you might see some Shrek in, in uh, Puss in Boots as well. Uh, I love Gingy. Not, not my gum butt. Gum butt uh, not my gum drop buttons. Yeah. Gum drop buttons and then eat me, um, yeah. which is great. Um, and is it the same voice actor? For, uh, same, that... same voice actor for yeah for a couple of the characters who might speak in in um, there, which is interesting because like Jinji and uh, Pinocchio, they're they're animators that were who do the voices um, mm -hmm. and just went on to voice the characters because they spent all their money getting the bigger stars and mm -hmm. it's like all right, let's just have these other minor characters talk uh, like like the big bad wolf uh who mm -hmm. uh is sleeping in trek's bed who goes what <laughs> when he when he's uh, the bed's taken or the the weirdly british beetle three blind mice and yep. uh, oh, oh man i love all the all the fairy tale characters um mm -hmm. and i i mean I, I could talk about any element in this movie i love um uh, you know they're you know, it's a basic plot. He goes to Lord Farquaad. Then they have a wrestling match uh, to, <laughs> to uh, of course, Becky Lynch's theme song. Uh, I don't give a damn about my reputation. No, isn't um, that um, not Becky Lynch? So I, I was thinking about this, too. Oh, um, Ronda Rousey. What's her name? Ronda Rousey, yeah. So I was like, yeah. is this the UFC one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Sorry. That's yeah, okay. Ronda Rousey. As we're in WrestleMania season, we got to have a wrestling Yeah, yeah, of course. And Becky Lynch is way better than Ronda Rousey. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm. That's so Ronda Rousey's kind of a stiff wrestler. I, don't, I wouldn't want to work with her for, if I was uh, 
you know, Shrek. 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 I feel like Shrek, Shrek probably works. Uh, if you, uh, yeah. I think I went to a Shrek thing at like Universal Studios. Um, have yeah. you been to that, Tim? Yeah, yeah. Shrek 4D, of course. Um, and that's um, one of those theaters where you sit in there and they like poke you in the back and spray water on you and mm-hmm. Shrek farts on you in that uh, experience. It's uh, Shrek 4D. You can also watch it on YouTube. It's called Shrek and the Ghost of Lord For- Farquaad because uh, John Lithgow voices a character in there. He comes back as a ghost and haunts you. So, um, yeah, good experience. Uh, I've, I've, I've been there. I've seen the, sh- the Shrek talking characters um at universal you can go and donkey will talk to you and um pretty fun stuff but you know what can i say it's a it's a fun fun movie i i really do like also how we haven't talked about her at all but fiona is such a strong feminine character i think that she's just not the princess who's there to be saved she has a whole story arc we have that of course classic bedroom farce moment at the end where shrek overhears the thing that he thinks is yes insulting him and he gets upset um and then we um yeah so what i like too the foreshadowing at the beginning of the movie knowing that she was a was an ogre right at the same time and when they're doing the dating game thing the host of the dating game says like well, just one more thing, but he gets cut off. And so, yeah. you know, if Farquaad would have just heard that, he would have known and maybe he wouldn't have been eaten by a um, by a dragon. Yeah. And if 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 Farquaad would have just picked any of the other princesses, he would have been mm. perfectly fine. He could have gone and kissed Snow White and it would have been all over. Right. The, he, would, the, he would have had to fight all seven dwarves. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and, maybe an equal. Yeah, yeah. Equal size battle for him there. Dwarves. <laughs> um uh yeah so uh what okay let's talk about the magic mirror um did you to appreciate the other magic mirror joke in the movie when yeah. uh, we see farquaad in bed um watching the making the magic mirror show him pictures of fiona over and over again yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's the yeah that's what he he's doing what he's doing <laughs> he's doing what yeah. he's doing uh, i love um, his hair his head's so big and he has the weird like yeah. wig like uh long locks and that little hat. He's and so I, when I like John Lithgow in the role. But I do, yeah. he, like I think the rest of them, like Fiona when she's not an ogre, like kind of looks like Cameron Diaz. Like you can right. see like I see Donkey and I see Eddie Murphy. Like I just hear that voice. I hear Eddie Murphy's voice. And you know, Shrek, like maybe it's the eyebrows, but you, you see Mike Myers, but I don't feel like Farquaad, I'm like that's John Lithgow. I think it's in my head, not, like, yeah, that's John not, Cleese yeah. was Farquaad, yeah. which is mm. just, you know, I had my, my movies mixed up, but yeah. I don't know. I see John Lithgow a lot in the moment when right after he gets married and he's like, uh, she turns into the ogre in front of everybody. And right. then he's like screaming and yelling and he like points at his crown. He's like, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm king. Like yeah. I see John Lithgow in his face yeah. at that point. And, and I have to say for 2001, this was something that Trek did that no other CG animated movie could really accomplish. And, I think the human characters, they're in sort of, they're close to that uncanny valley. It's mm-hmm. not Robert Zemeckis CG animated characters yet, but 
I don't think that I think the CG like I think Princess Fiona as a human holds up. I think Farquaad holds up really well. When you go back and watch the original two Toy Stories, man, what hor- what nightmares are is Andy and his mom and and Sid? They all look horrible, like melted <laughs> melted doll people compared to right. like. Uh, to Princess Fiona, who at parts I think look really great. Um, mm-hmm. um, so, um, what about our our other uh, feminine hero of the the piece? Uh, of course, Dragon. Um, as does the, Dragon the, have uh, a name, or is it just Dragon? Just yeah. Dragon. Yeah, just Dragon. Yeah, I I had forgotten that everything like the whole courtship part is part of this movie. I for some reason like I knew the dragon was in this movie, but I for some reason forgot that the whole like romance subplot between her and donkey is in this movie and it's it's fantastic i like eddie murphy is just killing it in those yeah, he's so charismatic he's just I, so uh, good so I, I i i like the the dragon, the dragon coming in good. and yeah. attacking everybody and mm. after watching house of the dragon last year and uh that that penultimate episode that's of, how you're yeah. supposed to do it Right, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't remember which Harry Potter movie it was, but there was a Harry Potter movie where there's the dragon. I think it was Deathly Hallows 1, I believe. Uh, is it where it escapes from Gringotts, or they yeah. also have the dragons mm. in Goblet of Fire, right, where he has to get the egg from the... I think yeah, no, it was the Gringotts. Yeah. It's the Gringotts mm-hmm. one. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The, the dragon is on, like, a chain, and yeah. Um, yeah. they have to get past it. So it was, I, I love that moment where they fly into um, Dulop, and then... Uh, donkey's like okay go have fun i'll uh i'll whistle if i need you and then we see her turn around and she goes immediately to go eat a bunch of the knights which is yeah. really funny um yeah uh Dr- dragon rules ends up being a bigger part and a bigger mm. issue for them in the future films because they always have mm. to kind of write her out because she's like a a, a really easy plot plot device to solve right. all your problems if you have a dragon so yeah super overpowered you, you know she's pregnant in the second one so mm. you don't have to deal with that and then the drunkies show up um which are right. donkey and and the uh, dragons uh good foreshadowing with the flying donkey uh in yeah. this movie yeah yeah exactly yeah. Uh, um, and and Eddie Murphy is so amazing. The first fifteen minutes, he is just a joke machine, it's, and it's, yeah. it's it's so good. Um, uh, you know, uh, blue flowers, red thorns, blue flowers, red thorns. Uh, it would help mm-hmm. if I wasn't colorblind. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just so good, and and. Uh, <laughs> Just ah oh man, I could I could talk about every mo. I could go I could do a solilo- soliloquy about. You really should the, do the Shrek Minute podcast. Where the, you, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Whole podcast, but each minute of Shrek. I, I could well, do, I could I could do that. It takes. Well, I was just I was looking at Eddie Murphy's filmography because I'm like, all right, obviously like Shrek. I was like, was he kind of quiet until Shrek? But no, he had done. I mean, Shrek was 2001, but he had done like Doctor Doolittle yeah. in '98. The Nutty Professor was '96. Was um, Mulan before or after this? Yeah, Mulan was ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. And then I, I like Bowfinger, um, which was I like Bowfinger too. Bowfinger but... is a a mass. Bowfinger is amazingly good in yeah, that Bo- run. Yeah, yeah it really, so, it really I mean, holds up. Really funny. Yeah, and money. then in between Shrek one and Shrek two, of course, he does the Adventures of Pluto Nash, mm-hmm. um, Daddy Daycare, yeah. Haunted Mansion, I Spy. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then I feel like it was just kind of I mean he did that was his remaking Bill Cosby movies face yeah and then yeah. after Shrek the Third he really was pretty mm. quiet until um, 
Dolomite is my name. I feel well, like he had, was, like, he had Dream Girls in there at some point. That was right? between two and three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then like there's the Meet Dave and and yeah. a yeah, thousand words kind of yeah, yeah kind of fall. Daddy, out of the list you said of the bad ones, Daddy Daycare is not a bad one, by the way. Oh, that's really? a fu- that's a fun kid one. You want to watch one with the kids? That's uh, a that's yeah, that's yeah. worth watching. Yeah, and then I I felt like he had had a bigger comeback, but really he stated Dolomite and then coming to America. And yeah. was just in You People, which might come up later, um, which just came Dolomite out. Dolomite is fantastic. Yeah. I, I really and there is this Beverly Hills Cop 4 that's rumored yeah. to be. I don't Supposedly. know if there's actually a date on it. Uh, there's not. So. And, and then there's the rumor Trek 5, of course, So, yeah. uh, which you would yeah. have to assume. Out of all the cast members, he'd be the easy, the one that say yes to come back first and inform us. So yeah, sure. um, that's, that's my greatest concern is uh, getting a Shrek 5 that doesn't have the three four principal cast uh voice cast members Mm. coming back i I say don't do it if you can't get puss and uh donkey and fiona and shrek all back but Mm. cameron diaz is pretty much retired at this point i was gonna say i don't think cameron diaz has really been in much that she has she hasn't done anything Pretty yeah. much retired right yeah she is pretty much retired from what i've heard i think maybe annie was her last uh that that was a stage thing yeah yeah no that was a Oh, maybe it was like a film. It was a TV. It was a TV. Yeah. So that was 2014. Thing, yeah. And uh, The Counselor, which has come up a number of times. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. One. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, um, Zach, why don't we go into feedback to try to get to some more specific perfect. points? Yes. All right. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that, too. Um, all right. So, Tim, we'll do feedback. We'll do some connections to other movies. And then uh, we do have that one last thing. So if there's something that yep. you're, like, dying to get out, you know, make sure you say something for your one last thing if you have it. All right. Um, Cool. All right, so Madeline Librarian kicks us off, and she says, uh, been a while since I saw this one, and it holds up well. The Muffin Man scene gets me every time, and John, mm. John Lithgow is just overall a very funny villain. Four stars. Nice. So. Respectable, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, John, John Lithgow is really, really great. It's hard to, like, not give him the hero of the movie because he's such a perfect villain. Mm-hmm. But, he, yeah. You know what's you know what's interesting too about the Shrek franchise is mm. John Lithgow is a really good villain, but I would say the fairy godmother in the second one is even yeah. better. And um, who's the vil- okay? You got Prince Charming in three, and then four mm. is Rumpelstiltskin, who I mm. think maybe the I, I think Charming in three is the weakest, and then uh, Stiltskin. Yeah, so you go fairy godmother, Farquaad, Rumpelstiltskin, and then. Uh, um, this one uh puss in boots the last wish excellent villains like that's what i very, heard that's what very heard. good yeah. group of villains very fun characters that we hadn't seen before nice. um good stuff uh uh friend uh pew francis pew yeah yeah she she plays goldilocks in that. oh so florence pew florence pew, pew. florence yeah. francis florence pew. thinking of francis ha i think oh uh, yeah so. i like no, i do feel like, like i feel like I wouldn't be surprised to see a Shrek five with the yeah. with Puss in Boots getting the Oscar nomination. It just seems yeah, like yeah, they'll figure it out. I mean, I, but yeah, like I, I share your concern. I, I don't want them to recast Fiona. Um, yeah, that that would be. I uh, I feel like we've seen that Mike Myers is willing to do stuff, um, yeah. especially with <laughs> um, the Pentaverse. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Definitely a Shrek connection there. Uh, Shrek uh, is yeah, a I mean, episode. Um, yeah, I mean, his voice is basically the same voice as his so unmarried and axe murderer voice. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Mike Myers is willing to do stuff. Eddie Murphy for yeah. sure is willing to do stuff. And we got, you know, Antonio Banderas is back. Super mm-hmm. gravelly voice, by the way. I noticed like having watched um, uh, Shrek 2 and then Puss in Boots, he is way, well, a lot more gravel in his voice nowadays. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Puss is on his last life, so. Um, is there, so I was going to ask this later, but is there like a Lauren Michaels connection to this movie, considering they originally had Chris Farley, obviously both Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy have the connection mm-hmm. as an and then John Lithgow, I think of um, Third Rock from the Sun, which I think was an NBC show. Yeah, I, I don't think, I think they were just getting funny people and um, not, not that I have heard of anything because it wasn't. I don't, it wasn't Universal at the time. It wasn't NBC at the time. So okay. um, yeah. I just think, just you know, time. they just chose, you know, hot hot people that were, were great at the time that would do voice characters. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, they start the productions uh, of animated movies so early that you have to think that, like, Tommy Boy and um, mm-hmm. Black Good. Sheep are, Black like, Sheep, hit, yeah. hitting mm-hmm. really, really hard. So they're like... Yeah, let's get this one. I mean, maybe they even considered David Spade as Farquaad at one uh, point. So. Yeah, it could be. Could be. And, well, and then, I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense then why they would go with Mike Myers since Austin Powers was 97. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like the Austin Powers movies had come out. So he's got kind of, he had had that revamp on his career after the Wayne's World stuff. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. All right. All right. Uh, Jim says, Shrek is still good fun. It's probably one of the more influential movies of this century. The animation seems fine to me still, though the writing feels a little bit uneven at this point. Skewering fairy tales is timeless, but some of the references and jokes no longer feel fresh. Four out of five for Jim. His hero of the movie, Mike Myers. I love Chris Farley, but I doubt this movie would have been a phenomenon if he had been Shrek. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Yeah, it's tough, I, it's tough to say though. It's really tough to say. It's well, I think for sure that the biggest issue if Sh- uh, Chris Farley made it to Shrek One is is there a Shrek Two with Chris Farley? Right. How right. long is Sh- right. Chris Farley's life really? Even if he gets even more popular, right? Like the poor guy had addiction issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think it's a it's a a soup. And all of the ingredients are important. I think they just nailed it with these core four voice actors who are so complimentary. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I can't even think of, like, who at this point do you even recast Cameron Diaz uh, with, like, that was... Well, she's like, how old is she in 2001? Um, True. Yeah. yeah oh, you mean back then? I thought you meant... Yeah, back. yeah. But yeah, in 2001. Paltrow, because she's she and Cameron Diaz, like... For a while, it was like, I can't remember which movie has Cameron Diaz and which movie has Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. Whose head is in in that box? Yeah. Remind me. Exactly. Which yeah. 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 I think Reese Witherspoon is coming to mind, too, because around that time, yeah. you know, we're getting um, Weekly Blonde right around then. And Drew Barrymore, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie's Angels. I'm just thinking of the Charlie's Angels at this point. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I guess I'm the only person who didn't know the whole Chris Farley thing about Shrek, but uh, <laughs> I think I, I think Chris Farley brings too much of like a manic energy. Um, I like that. I like that Mike Myers is like salty and you know like that. I think Chris Farley would have been too too excited. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, having seen Almost Famous, his uh, wait, Almost Famous, Almost Heroes, uh, oh, his yeah. his, yeah. his last movie. Yeah. I don't think energy was uh, was something he had uh, oh, okay. at, right. at that point. So yeah, uh, pretty that not, not Matthew good. Perry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe to go back, maybe Jennifer Aniston. Um, Ooh, our little friends. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so Stefan, uh, oh, everybody's just in a hand-holding club this week. So Stefan yeah. says, it holds up surprisingly well. I was 11 when this came out, and it was quoted to me and by me for the next four years nonstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've seen it since, in English, uh, since then. Uh, I was always, I was also amazed the graphics held up reasonably well to the point that it actually seems like it was touched up in the last few years. Uh, mm-hmm. Childhood classic that I think will remain that way for a long time. And Stefan, also four out of five. Yeah, that that review made me think of another fun fact that I know, Um, of course, um, translated in different languages. There's a fun YouTube clip to watch uh, Donkey's famous speech. Uh, You know, we're going to swap manly stories. And in the morning, Mm -hmm. I'm making waffles. Well, waffles aren't something that's universally a breakfast food in in all countries. So specifically um, in Spanish. In the morning, he's making tamales, and right. uh, I, that's the only one I can remember. But like, you can watch that scene in a bunch of different languages, and he mentions about four or five different foods for breakfast. So that's awesome. I I, that. You know, now that you mention that, so I went to France. I think the summer of two thousand two. Um, it was either mm. two thousand one or two thousand two. I can't remember. It was in high school, and. I am almost positive we watched Shrek in French, either on the plane or when we were there. Um, mm. Not in the theater. I just remember. What, so if it wasn't, it was probably 2002 that I went because we probably watched it on DVD yeah. or VHS. So. so was he making crepes uh, then? Uh, or? Oh, yeah. You're asking me to really. I can't making know. souffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's making a souffle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alto says, having recently watched Push in, Puss in Boots 3, which is surprisingly good, and then realizing that the whole franchise was born from Shrek, Shrek 2 even, is so strange. And then there's all of the other things that have come from Shrek, including the Shrek racing game, the Shrek Mario Party game, the Shrek fighting game, and the Shrek non-action RPG game, to name a few, all of which I've played embarrassingly too many hours of. But the actual movie is so weird, it's good, but at the same time, it's full of very 2000s pop culture references, zany accents, a caricature of a studio executive, yes. and ends with a swamp karaoke dance party. So putting <laughs> that all together, it comes in at a four out of five for me, mm. says Alex. P.S. As a teenager, I once watched the Shrek director's commentary. Those two directors have some of the most boring commentary I've <laughs> ever heard. Even when talking over scenes with Shrek farting or Donkey being Donkey, it's a weird juxtaposition. So Alex has a lot to say there. Um, One thing that Alex did make me think of, you mentioned all the video games, all the tie-in stuff. I think the weirdest thing that Shrek has birthed into the world, of course, is the Heinz ketchup shrek yes uh, oh that's right green green ketchup ketchup, which is a you can buy on ebay um you can't get it but it's a a nightmare food to look at green ketchup it's abomination yes yeah it's it's really terrible of course also which is what what is extremely popular right now and um by the way 
if anytime anything Shrek related happens on Twitter, someone mentions me, which I love, mm. by the way, I'll never be upset, <laughs> but odds are I've seen it already. Um, right. But I, every now and then someone shows me about the Shrek rave, which is touring and, and doing that. You know, we've, re- we've reached the point in, in culture where Shrek is not only like cringe material, but it's also just like nostalgia uh, mm. for everyone who's grown up. So it's fun. I'm sure uh, all of us has have uh, taken time to watch the Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life uh, video at least one point in our uh, at our uh, in our day or in our lives and know that. So um, lots of fun Shrek related stuff. I always like the uh, Reddit post where a guy walked into um, a restaurant and they had a Shrek Buddha by accident in there and, and just realized the they thought it was the normal Buddha and it was a Buddha's body with Shrek's head on it. So that's hilarious. Well, yeah. Tim, I'm glad that you brought up the Shrek ketchup. I was trying to find it on eBay. Mm. Uh, I don't see any for sale. So if you oh, got some, maybe. congratulations. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I do. I'm glad you brought that up because I will be, uh, you know, I always post a, a picture for the podcast on Instagram and I will be using a picture of the Shrek ketchup as our, as our Good. Instagram post this week. Great. Here's yep. the thing is relish was right there. Heinz makes a squeezable relish. Well, this was, yes, but this was when the, mm-hmm. Heinz was doing the purple ketchup right around yeah. that time too. Mm-hmm. They did the different colors, which like, I remember getting the purple ketchup and I couldn't eat it because it was just like too, it weird. was just too weird. Like, Brain breaking. Yeah. 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 It didn't, it didn't work. Yeah. And kids, you know, kids like ketchup. So you want to make a, a Shrek ketchup thing. There's a really funny moment and this is, con- I'll probably bring this up later, but have either of you watched the Chippendales Rescue Rangers? Yes. yes. I yes. love that movie. It's great. So there, yeah, I do too. It's really fun. Um, modern Roger, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yep. Um, and there's a moment where they go to the factory of rejected um, uh, movie merchandise. And of yep. course, there's a Shrek bubble bath that's being um melted down and turned into <laughs> outhouse uh forget what the premise was they were right. they were turning it into melting those down and turning into like outhouses or something so shrek wow. present okay. in chippendales rescue rangers yeah i totally forgot that shrek was in that so that's yep. great wow and so also speaking good. of shrek mer- mm-hmm. merchandise we can't go un unsaid but uh you know your contribution to rob's a podcast and, and renap is the, the shrek uh, cookie jar the do- yeah the donkey cookie it was a donkey cookie jar or it shrek cookie it's shrek? it's shrek and donkey they're shrek and donkey. together they have like their hands uh, over each other and you open it up and donkey speaks um and yeah one of the best things <laughs> i ever did was i was i spent you know 40 bucks and sent it to rob and didn't say who it was from and <laughs> it was funny because it it took a couple months in until uh, uh, someone noticed a tweet I had sent about it and, and right, revealed right. it was me. So, oh, uh, yeah, really fun. I hope that uh, that made the move to North Carolina. I don't think I've heard it. I, it's, uh, I feel I, like he talked about it during the, yeah, yeah. During, the, during the lead up to the move. I feel like he mentioned, right. you know, what am I going to save? Am I going to save this Shrek cookie jar? Am I going to save this something, something? You know? yeah. <laughs> what makes the trip? <laughs> Well, I hope it got saved. If not, I, I, can, I can send another one. <laughs> maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a little recon on our social media. Yeah, he's got it. Uh, all right. Well, with that, uh, I don't even think we have to calculate an average. Yeah, it's, a, it's a four overall from the listeners. Four Good across job, the board listeners. For listeners. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, four from four listeners, even. Um, yep. So look at that. Numbers everywhere. Four by four. 
All right. Um, do I go first or does Tim go first? Thank you. Uh, let's let Tim go first. Um, All right. Yeah. Lots of suspense what Tim's going to get this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's why I want him to go first. <laughs> the, honestly, I was looking at my letterbox. Um, and mm. when I first set up my letterbox account, I had it for um, a couple of years um, before I started actively using it. And then it broke my brain and made me only want to watch movies to improve my stats. Yep. Um, uh, that's what happens. Um, yep. uh, if you go and look and see what my my four favorite films are um you will see a very good joke on my part which is right. what i set it up to be and of course my four favorite films are shrek one shrek two yojimbo by akira kurosawa <laughs> and shrek four is uh, on the list um uh, um and i had ranked them and i was surprised to see that shrek i had at a four and upon this rewatch, I'm like, there's no fat on this bone. This movie rocks. I can watch the movie also and like not even have to look at it. I right. can just hear the audio and visually see the movie in my brain, um, good or bad, what that may be. I can't remember to do uh, something my wife asked me to do, but I can remember every mm -hmm. single frame of the movie Shrek from 2001. So I will. I have upped my ranking to a five, making two wow. of six Shrek movies fives. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, why don't I go first? Um, Second. Well, between Zach and I, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. it's Shrek. I, I'm Shrek just, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Who's the, who's the donkey? Um, Brennan, who's the donkey and who's the Shrek between the two of us? Oh, I'm definitely the donkey and you're definitely the Shrek. Yeah. I, I mean, what are we doing here? You know, just like I am the Padraig and you're the Colm. Yeah. You know? All right, well, that's good. We're getting yeah. our connections. Good connections. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm in lockstep with the listeners. I think I'm a little higher than the listeners. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Um, I was close to a four, but I think um, as often happens, I get influenced by the conversation with it that we're mm -hmm. having. Yeah. Um, I think that this uh, movie holds up really, really well, especially for the massive rewatches and its place in animation history you know i mean it, the, the landscape of animation for the next 20 years would be very different if there was no shrek um so i i'm gonna give it a four and a half well i am in lockstep with our listeners uh mm. i'm gonna give it a straight four and um yeah i think like you know my only big qualm is that i just felt like it was like a little bit like the opposite of La La Crocodile, or it would just kind of like was it started and like we get a lot, we get a ton of intro. I do really like the way it starts, right? That we get the prologue and it's Shrek on the toilet reading the fairy tale. Um, kind of oh, gets you in the mood. We didn't even talk about Smash Mouth yet. Oh, like, yeah, we haven't uh, talked about man, the soundtrack some, at all. I mean, the, the best, soundtrack of this movie is incredible. I love it, the soundtrack. I, well, if before, you're a Smash Mouth fan. <laughs> yes. And why wouldn't you be? Uh, it's just amazing to Smash Mouth hits in here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, no, but the soundtrack does rule. I was I listened to the soundtrack before we recorded, and man, it just just bangers. Yeah, I mean, that, my one last thing is going to be something about the soundtrack, but I'll say nice. Um, well, well, this discussion just gave me a title connection for a movie I might be, I might be suggesting for next week. So. All right. Cool. Yeah. So it's, it's straightforward. I think, and I think it's like, I'm impressed that every time I think Shrek leads the public consciousness besides with Tim, but with like the general public, <laughs> uh, Something that, happens. that all of a sudden the movie's nominated for, uh, Academy Award. And I'm like, Oh, Shrek's back. Um, yep. and I, I would anticipate that by 2025, we have, um, it, it at least in production, some next Shrek mm. movie. I agree. 
I, I would also recommend checking out, uh, speaking of the Academy Awards, the um, the clip of Shrek winning the Oscar. Um, they have all of the animated characters in tuxedos sitting mm. in the audience. I remember that. Like yeah. clapping and like the animation of Shrek being shocked he won the Oscar is pretty funny. So mm. um, I think he, they beat um, Monsters, Inc. that year, if I remember. Yeah. I feel like... Okay. I feel like uh, there's uh, green on green crime there uh, with uh, Mike Wazowski being snubbed. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, well, three directors for Shrek too. Um, um, kind of surprised that worked. Uh, Tim, did you ever read the original book that this is based off, or the original story that this is based off? William Stieg, of course. I've checked out the Shrek, yeah. and I have to say that it's fun. It's a lot meaner than even the movie is, oh. especially towards Shrek. Um, um, but if you want fun, just Google some images from the book. Um, it's, it's a, it's a blast. They're really, Shrek is really ugly in there. And I think he has stink lines coming off of him in every animation. Um, I think at one part he, uh, he like swallows lightning, uh, cause he's hungry. And then, uh, the princess, uh, she looks at him and dies because he's so ugly. I think oh, if uh, I remember correctly, so oh, that's um, a very different message in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, it's so. It's, is it the same basic plot though? Is it or is it completely different? No, it's just kind of Shrek wanders around being angry and cranky, and then mm-hmm. then you know it, it comes around. It's just a fun. Um, the the author's also um, he did the don he did the other donkey um story. Oh, what's his name? Something in the Magic Pebble. Uh, I can't get his first name. No idea. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, I'm blanking on the oh, other non Shrek related story. It's like Anthony in the Magic Pebble. It's Sebastian in the Magic. It's something in the Magic Pebble. Um, Sylvester in the Magic. Sylvester. Pebble. There we go. There you go. And he's a donkey too. So nice. All right. Uh, what does that give us for an average, Brendan? Uh, three. I'm sorry. A four point three seven five overall. So that'll round up to a four and a half for Letterbox. There you go. Yep. Nice. All right. Hero of the movie time. So this would be anybody who, you know, anything, anybody or anything. Tim, what is your hero of the movie? It's got to be Donkey for for Donkey. my taste. I think I even though I love most of the characters in here, I think that if you just watch the first 20 minutes, Donkey is an all star. And I, I, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very good, very good. He, uh, yeah, he's the he's the standout. He's the he's uh, and he's your ladder connection, right, to Jenny uh, in the mm-hmm. the Banshees. Um, so I'll have a couple others, but yes, he's yes. he's the primary connection. Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna give it to Donkey as well, but um, I will give it to Eddie Murphy. So there you go. The, not, 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 not Donkey's character, uh, Eddie Murphy, the voice actor. And I will say something I didn't bring up about this movie, and it's something I've had a problem with, with a couple of the movies, um, is that it took so long for Fiona to be a character. Like, it was like an hour into this movie, I feel like, before Fiona finally, like, has a speaking line. Um, and mm. for a movie that's kind of about their relationship, I feel like we had the same problem. What movie was that, Brendan, that we were talking that's about? That's why it necessitates sequels. Yeah, with like <laughs> on goal, or not, with uh, Benjamin Button, we had yeah. that problem with Forrest Gump that like the yeah. relationship part, it's not that in Forrest Gump, obviously Jenny is early in Forrest Gump, right. but like right. we don't get enough of it throughout that it's like right. so isolated. It's like, especially Benjamin Button. I remember that was one of our yeah. criticisms. 
Yep. But I, I I do like though that once we get there, she really isn't the damsel. Like she's waiting yeah, to she's, be chosen to, from the castle, and then she mm-hmm. beats up Robin Hood and his merry men yep. by mm-hmm. herself. And Shrek, and she even has to like help Shrek who gets an arrow in his butt. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, yeah. she's ripping off tree bark to make a door by herself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's yeah. good. She's yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it to DreamWorks. I mean, without this movie, DreamWorks flounders and probably doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's you know, in the early 2000s. I mean, they were they were not doing great before this movie came out. DreamWorks so, animation. Yeah. DreamWorks animation. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was so like, I'm I just pulled up DreamWorks. DreamWorks like they did Saving Private Ryan and American Beauty. Oh, Castle, but you, so. you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna give it to DreamWorks animation. So there you go. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I was just trying to pull up with the uh, what what we had from DreamWorks early on. Yeah. Uh, right um, Emperor's New Groove I know comes out like right around this time as well. Like oh, they had they also made Ants. Um, yeah. Road to El Dorado. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Road to El Dorado was good. I like Road to El Dorado. I believe the Sinbad, Brad Pitt Sinbad yeah. uh, animated movie, which was a big flop as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Road to El Dorado is fun. Um. But uh, just FYI, Emperor's New Groove is Disney. Is yes. it? I thought it was. I thought yeah. it was DreamWorks. I, I, okay. I do remember that being Disney now. Uh, yeah. Chicken Run, though, like that you brought up Chicken Run earlier. Brandon Chicken Run, um, and then mm. Shrek was. You know, Shrek was after that, and mm. uh, then we got Spirit after Shrek. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, kind of quiet. And then, oh, and then the Sinbad movie was twenty three yeah. or two thousand. Spir- Spirit's pretty bad too. Twenty year anniversary of Sinbad. Um, mm. 20-year anniversary of Paycheck, also. <laughs> so, and next year, 20-year 20 20-year 20 anniversary of Shrek 2. So, you know, maybe there you we go. end up doing Shrek 2 at some yeah. point. You yeah. should, because it's better. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. We can do the sequel. Uh, all right. Well, uh, with connection, so, of course, we talked about, you know, Donkey. Um, I, you know, we do have, like, the salty character. Like, Shrek is kind of a salty character. Calm is that salty. They, mm-hmm. they even kind of look alike, I think, like, besides mm-hmm. the green, but just, like, their body types are similar. Right. Um, and there's the line that Shrek says in this when they get to uh, Farquaad Land or whatever it was called. Uh, Dulop. Yes, Dulop. Uh, he says, can't we just settle this over a pint? Yep, exactly. Yep, Which I wondered that. that yeah, I wondered yep. if that could be our title. I mean, for title connection, I've written down my donkey friend. And um, can't we settle this over a pint? Yeah, I mean, on Instagram, I had said my feckin' donkey. My feckin' donkey. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. That's. Uh, I don't know but, if Shrek um, was feckin' is the only thing. Shrekin'. Shrekin'. Shrekin' donkey. donkey. I like it. Perfect. Oh, Thank good you, job, Tim. Tim. That's why you're there here. There you go. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, other... It, there's, like, donkey gets to Shrek's place, and he's looking through the window at yes. Shrek just sitting there, just like Padraig does mm-hmm. with Colm. Yep. Uh, we have lots of green in this movie and lots of green in Banshees. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got music plays an important part in both as far as the soundtrack goes. And we do kind the, of have uh, concerts in both, right? Yeah. We have like Holmes concert. Tim, what did you think of Banshees? Yeah. Do you like that movie? Oh, I love Banshees. Banshees was my second favorite film of last year. So, oh, so um, number one, number one was Babylon. Oh, okay. Um, right. Yeah. Love Babylon. Um, Babylon was amazing. Still got to yeah. see Babylon, but I, as I know we were saying at the beginning that you wish that Shrek was featured in Babylon. Yes, I, I wish there's a, I'm sure you've probably seen the montage. that. It, I haven't seen it, but there. I've heard there's a montage. There's a montage of films, so no spoilers, but yeah, sorry, Shrek's not in it, Shrek's not in it. Um, uh, 
Uh, yeah, no, Banshees, I think, is amazing. Um, I was trying to think of some other connections with, like, the witch character, but that's more, like, in the later mm. Shrek films, I think. Um, so... Um, uh, what about uh, connections to other movies that we've done this year? So this is our, what, 12th yeah. movie of the year? Uh, yes, 12th yeah. movie of the year. Good job on me. Yeah, um, I have a couple written down. So one is they talk about Destiny. Um, yep. Reminds me of, uh, of Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump. Um, yep. And, you know, just kind of like the adventure into the wilderness. Ties yeah, back the to Wild, of... the Wild. Um, yep. uh, Walter Mitty as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, I mean, we have the Shrek and Fiona. They're going to have a family. They're going to have kids. It kind of, you know, someday there could be an on Golden Pond where Shrek is in the Henry Fonda role. Where he's like salty. Yeah, yeah, on Golden Swamp. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well... Well, uh, spoiler alert for Shrek 4, but that is It's a Wonderful Life. It's Shrek, but yeah. it's a wonderful life, right? Oh, so that's, that's the premise of Shrek 4. Uh, so um, uh, I had a connection to a movie you've done, not in this last year, but an older movie. Okay. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Atlas. Bat- Batman okay. Returns. Okay. Um, the uh, character of... Uh, Oswald Cobblepot? Um, not, no, but the... Um, the is he a mayor? He's uh Christopher oh, Walken's Max character. Oh, Max Shrek. Yeah, yes, there, there you go. go. Max Shrek. Yep. <laughs> that was the one where I wrote down. I'm like, well, this is the latter. And then I realized uh, I was listening to an episode. Your guy said, oh, we did Batman Returns. I'm like, oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> so I had to scratch it off my. <laughs> well, list. I mean, and Max Shrek, of course, is a is a famous silent film actor, and uh, yeah. Max Shrek might be a reason for a connection later. Yeah. Um, uh, so right. I have a I have a big connection. Um, Andrew Adams, who did uh, one of the directors of the film um, also directed a Curious George animated film. Mm-hmm. Oh. So Curious George prominent in Forrest Gump. So there you go. Yes. Oh, that's good. Good connection. Oh. Um, and uh, yes, I, yeah, I just had kind of having adventures and things yeah. like that. I mean, obviously Banshees is a fable or a parable. Mm-hmm. And so is this movie. I mean, this movie is a fable. It's a, you know, it's a Grimm's fairy tale fable. Um, yeah. And so, and, and Benjamin Button was a fable as well. Yeah. Um, so there you go. So. Uh, all right, um, movie maps. So this is the movie from last year that's most connects to you. Now, Tammy just brought up It's a Wonderful Life. Of course, we did that last mm-hmm. year. I mean, that ties more to the fourth movie. But um, yeah. you know, anybody have a good connection to a movie from last year that you think? I did really not have a good to? movie map for this. Um, if, if either you did, I mean, I don't feel like I really do. Um, yeah, I, which is crazy. We've never not had a movie map, so we got to come up with something. Uh, I yeah. think I got one. All was, right, what is it? Was Young Frankenstein this? this... Yeah, that was two years ago. Two oh, years ago. Yeah, that's the okay. movie Atlas. Yeah. All right, sorry, sorry. I'm I've got them all wrong. Okay. Then all right, so my, I... I will do my my um my movie map will be Easy Rider because we get you know it's like a road movie, right? Yeah. Between the road two, trip, for most yeah. of it, it's two friends on the road together. Um, so you know it's a little bit of a stretch, but I don't know. We didn't do anything Mike Myers. We didn't do anything Cameron Diaz, really. We're, oh, oh, never mind. Uh, Vanilla Sky we did last year. Cameron yeah, Diaz is Vanilla true. Sky. Oh, Come yeah. And, and Vanilla Sky is all about a character who's trying to hide their appearance um, right. at oh, one true. point. That's and that's what Fiona's point. doing, right? Yeah. Yep. And Vanilla Sky came out in 2001. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think Vanilla Sky is our movie map. It just took us a minute nice. to get there. Good job. All right. Uh, one last thing. So... Uh, yeah, I can go first with my one last thing. Um, go for it. All right. So then this is one last thing. This came up as we were talking, but as we're talking about this movie has a Broadway musical. 
This movie has a Universal Studios ride. Yep. This movie had originally was made with a different actor and then changed to a more iconic actor playing the role that everybody knows of this role. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Eric Stoltz playing Marty McFly in Back to the Future. Yep. So I do feel like if we're talking a lot of movie atlas. I feel like uh, Back to the Future, this movie reminds me a lot of Back to the Future in lots of different ways. So, And we have like the, you know, the, the unlikely partnership between the two main characters. Yeah. That's fine. Nice. That's my one last thing. Nice. Uh, my one. I'll I'll let Tim go last on this on this part. Yeah, sure uh, my my one last thing uh, centers around the song Hallelujah, which we hear oh. late in this film. Oh yeah. Uh, originally sung by Leonard Cohen, the Leonard Cohen version is only available on the Shrek soundtrack, but <laughs> this movie is credited with single-handedly reviving Leonard Cohen's career. And basically making him a millionaire when he was pretty much a unsuccessful um, songwriter up to that point. Like he had he had written some hits, but most of them have been hits for other people. He was much more well known as sort of a beat poet style singer because he wasn't like a super vocal singer. But he basically, after this movie and the success of of uh, Hallelujah coming back out he was able to do like a whole world tour and retire like a pretty wealthy dude. So there you go. And it feels so, like, it feels like that scene say, felt yeah. so tropey and cliche, yep. but putting in the time frame of when this movie came out, I guess maybe it was, uh, now it's it, tropey and cliche. It's it was, yeah. Now it is tropey and cliche to use Hallelujah in anything. But also there was a really great documentary on Netflix about Leonard Cohen and the song Hallelujah. And that's where I got the info on Shrek uh how it impact how shrek impacted the song for him ah. from um really great documentary on netflix called hallelujah the story of a song oh nice so, right, there nice. you go bonus suggestion all right tim uh what do you got for your one last thing you got you got some some fact that's gonna blow our minds with shrek yeah we talked a lot about the cast but we didn't we didn't talk about one cast member who had a bit part named jim cummings um who mm. played the the head of the guards uh he is in there he's the one who like brings the uh decree uh to shrek and his voice is very notable if you know jim cummings and jim cummings you would know because he's a a monumental voiceover artist who is mm -hmm. in many famous things. Most famously, he's Tigger um, uh, yep. from Winnie the Pooh. Mm -hmm. um, he's um, Hondo in the Clone Wars. Yep. That's where um, I know him from. Yep. He's also Winnie the Pooh, by the way, uh, in Winnie the Pooh. So um, he is just in a ton of everything. If you look, he's got a million voice uh, characters. He ends up being top on my top of my like most watched actor list usually because he is in a ton he's like uh frank welker who mm. is the voice of scooby-doo and every animal character you've ever heard in in anything animated uh, if a dog barks or a goose honks it's probably frank welker well jim cummings is around there to give you a a nice uh you know, little time of a voice that's kind of mm. like this oh yeah uh, yeah so yeah he's got 182 movies on letterbox listed Incredible. so mm -hmm. nice. nice all right good shout out to jim cummings um right. and shout out to jim crumley as well uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh Always. with that should we uh pick our movie for next week let's do it all right so uh the ladder rung segment this is where we pick our movie for next week based on suggestions sent in by the listeners and ones that we brought as your hosts and uh once we do pick a movie, send in your feedback at Ladder Movie on Twitter and Instagram, movieladdergmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, your score, and then what you think we should be doing next week for 
episode or two weeks for episode 170. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 170, Brendan. All right. That's how numbers work. All right. So I'll kick things off. Um, so Tim, the way that we do this, I, I know you said you listen, but so we'll 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 do the listener suggestions, we'll do our suggestions, and then we'll each pick one. So we'll have a final three, unless we feel like we want to pick two. We'll see kind of how it how it yeah. plays out. And you can pick anything except a movie that you suggested. But okay. if a listener, let's say that Megan's first movie is How Green Was My Valley, let's say you had How Green Was My Valley on your list, it's no longer on your list. You can pick it off of her list. Great. So, all right. Uh, so Megan kicks things off with How Green Was My Valley. You did an Irish film. Then you did a Scottish protagonist. Time to move on to Wales. Shrek Ooh. is green. This movie has green in the title. And uh, Shrek has a swamp. This movie has a valley. Yeah. Valleys are valleys are top five. Regions. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Uh, hot, save that for the hot takeoff. Uh, all right. <laughs> And uh, next, she has Wayne's World. Wayne's World, party time, excellent. Woo! Schwing. Woo, 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 yeah, woo, I guess woo. the uh, connection is just kind of uh, goes without saying. And Mike Myers? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh Mike Myers. I said it. I said it. I said the thing. <laughs> and finally, Footloose, uh, not to be confused with Dirty Dancing. And Shrek, John Lithgow bans fairy tale creatures. And Footloose, he bans dancing. Why yeah. does John Lithgow hate fun? Mm. John Lithgow definitely hates fun. Yeah. He also well, hates big, hairy Sasquatches. So and Shrek, Shrek is anti-singing too in in yeah, Shrek, sure. and it's kind of anti-dancing. And well, he becomes pro singing by the end, at least. Does he sing at the end? I don't well, think... I mean, there's there are people singing. He's not have a problem with everybody. Oh, at the end, yeah, yeah, okay. The 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 yeah. karaoke in the swamp, yeah. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. actually. Thinking back, the movie map also could have been The Graduate, the way that this movie ends. I feel like it was kind of a reference to The Graduate, breaking up a wedding. And, and yeah, they like, ride off in the, yeah. yeah it's, it's not like that they do yeah. in um, one of the one of the uh, Family Guy things, but yeah. where they completely well, They it. do it in Wayne's yeah. World. They do it in oh, Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Simpsons also. Um, yeah. um, Mrs. Bouvier. Uh, yep. uh, in Shrek, though, I would, I want to inform you that in Shrek 2, we pick up right where Shrek... Uh, one ends with them mm-hmm. in the carriage going to their honeymoon, and they do not have the graduate moment. They're happy to be married. So oh, let's okay. just let's well, just go on. Maybe in the graduate too, they immediately start smiling and they're happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. So what does Jim say? All right, Jim says, uh, "How about another classic movie that rips on fairy tales and the mm-hmm. present day at the same time? The Princess Bride. Just as Shrek was DreamWorks' as proof that they could make animated movies that worked on multiple levels, Princess Bride was Rob Reiner's proof that he had range. These yeah, yeah. two movies share two sound crew members. The Princess Bride is streaming on Disney Plus. There's also yeah. a lot of similarities as far as what happens when he rescues Fiona slash Buttercup." There's a lot of parallels between Shrek and uh, Carrie Always is a Man in Black, for sure. And, and uh, Andre the Giant is a Shrek of a man. That's and as a wrestler, and, and a wrestler. there's a wrestling yeah. scene in Shrek. No, um, yeah, I, I had Princess Bride top of my list. So. Same. Uh, yep. Stefan, speaking of princesses, Princess Minoki. Uh, Mononoke. Mononoke. I screw that up every time. Fighting for mm-hmm. Fairytale Land is the connection there. Mm-hmm. Next one is I Spy, Eddie Murphy in a team-up film. And then Mystery Alaska, Mike Myers, but mostly because I just like hockey. There you go. Right. Alex O says, so from a movie with a guy named Shrek, how about a movie with a guy named Max Shrek, Shadow of a Vampire? So that, I think, is the movie about the Ooh. making of Nosferatu, I believe. Correct. 
Yep. Uh, Very good. Um, if I if it's streaming, great. But I that's a movie that's been on my list forever that has been impossible to find. Yeah. Isn't Malkovich in that as well? Or no? uh, that one is excellent. Very good. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Shadow of a Vampire. As I look up, is up. Is it Shadow of? Is it Shadow of the Vampire? Maybe. Yeah, Shadow, Shadow of the Vampire. vampire. <laughs> it's the making of Nosferatu. William Defoe is so good in that. Yeah. Um, uh, no, yeah, it's it's still not streaming anywhere. It is Malkovich and William Defoe, and Cariola. Speaking yep. of uh, Princess Bride. Uh, Princess Bride. Yes, thank you. All right. Uh, next one, uh, another animated movie where humans come in uh, to invade a mythological creature's living space, Princess Mononoke. I got it right that time. And a movie not about ogres, but about trolls, Troll Hunter. Ooh, I thought another movie was going to go with Troll 3 this time. Oh, Again. Um, and then this one is another one that's on my list. So this week you covered a movie with a large green humanoid creature, a person in armor on a quest, a mysterious woman with red hair, and a talking psychic creature. Why not do the same thing next week with The Green Knight? I love The Green Knight. Ooh, I love The Green Knight. Yeah, that's a good one. Shrek is a Green Knight. Mm -hmm. And uh, Olin closes us off for the listeners. Brave, 2012 Disney animation, the type that Shrek tries to parody with some proper and a couple of not proper Scottish accents. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then Braveheart. A load of non-Scots have to go have a go at being Scottish. And Monty Python and the Holy Grail, irreverent humor, parody that breaks the fourth wall and has some songs, filmed primarily in Scotland. John Cleese ha- has a go at a thick Scottish accent for one character. So John Cleese, of course, is nice. All right. Nice. Like all of our listeners' suggestions, Brennan will run down that list again. But Tim, job, why don't you give us... Three to five on your list. All right. So here we go. So um, I always say that this is um, um, I Am Legend with starring uh, Will Smith. Um, There is a famous Shrek scene in this where he recites uh, a whole scene from Shrek in it. And uh, yeah. And, you you know, it's about a guy who basically lives alone by himself. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of zombie vampire things. uh okay no okay uh how about another goaded green character and this one also has cameron diaz in it this is 1999's the mask uh with oh, uh with jim carrey yeah um, i was thinking it, about the mask too like the mask not the mask too but the mask also when um, it was like why yeah. you know that would be probably a big reason why they cast Cameron Diaz in this movie is because well, it's her it's her very first role ever um mm-hmm. uh, which made her become a star he also has an animal sidekick um if you remember his dog Milo yeah, um and uh yeah uh uh okay here's another if you want to stick in the realm of animation this is 2009's The Princess and the Frog this is Disney's return to hand-drawn animation. I think it might be the best modern Disney animated uh, film. It is a whole cast of green characters. We've got two frogs who are green. We've got a giant uh, 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 crocodile who's green. Um, mm. And Jim Cummings returns as a firefly in that. Um, uh, there are songs. It, takes pro- it, it is in a swamp. Great villain. An important kiss, um, and uh, it's it's streaming on Disney Plus. So this uh, is the Frog Prince. That's the it's the story from the Frog Prince. It's it's the, yeah the Frog Prince basically, but it's um, the premise is 
a non-princess kisses the prince, the frog prince, and she turns into a frog instead of him becoming human. Yeah. And ah, then, they, then they have to return back to being human. So yeah, the title construction just makes me think of the princess and the pea is the problem. Yeah. This is a great one. I love this is my absolute favorite one of the kids let me choose which Disney one to put on. I always put this on. Love the songs. So recommend of the Disney classics. I mean, you can't beat the the four run of Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. But this of the modern era, I think, is the best. Throw Frozen in the in the trash can. That's what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) And then this is my favorite one. And I I hope this uh, you like this one. This one features a goat of a green character who lives Mm -hmm. in a swamp. Um, He uh, he is uh, really important. Kind can be kind of cranky sometimes, but mostly helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, This is 1998 or 1980s. Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. This nice. is, uh, of course, Yoda in the swamp. Oh. Um, Donkey uh, C-3PO is an overtalker, just like Donkey. Um, I think the Empire is compensating for something with those big old star destroyers, Absolutely. if you know what I mean. Um, uh, the uh, Fiona's castle kind of floats over that lava pit, just yeah. like Cloud City. Um, I'm not saving a princess. Uh, yep, uh, we got we got the the dragon eats Farquad mm. just like that worm tries to eat the Millennium Falcon uh, when they go. fly out of it. And then I would say Shrek, Donkey, and Fiona are real Han, Leia, and Chewie uh, analogs. I agree. I agree. Nice. Yeah, I like this. I like, I like your your called shot. That's not where I thought you were going to go. And all the Grogu talk is good. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Good, cool. good job. All right, Brennan, you get to go next. All right. Uh, let's see what I got. Oh, did you have on. any more temp? That was it, right? That yeah, that's it. it. That was my list for now. Uh, so I thought about uh, other movies that feature fractured fairy tales. And so naturally I thought of the uh, film adaptation of Into the Woods starring Meryl Streep. And... Not to be confused with Into the Wild that we did earlier Correct. this year. <laughs> Correct. Not to be confused. Uh, so I married Max Murderer. I would be doing myself and our listeners a disservice. If I did My not list. put Still I Married Max Murderer on there. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic, fantastic movie. Highly underrated. Uh, Lego movie. You would be doing a disservice to the <laughs> listeners. Whoa, man. <laughs> she stole my heart and my cat. <laughs> Lego movie is my next yeah. one. On my list as well. Nice. I'm glad I'm taking everything for your list. Um, and then, of course, because of the uh, beauty is only skin deep or beauty is underneath what's the beast, uh, Beauty of the Beast, the not the remake, the original Disney film. Beauty you want to do the live action? No, thank you. Or Beast. Uh, you don't those are going to be mine. So, yeah, those are going to be my four. I'm going to leave it at four. Nice. Zach, what uh, you got? Okay. Um, well, I still have movies on my list, luckily. Um, so the first one, this movie that came up earlier, it, uh, you know, involves, I think it's like a meet the parents type situation and it has Eddie Murphy. It came out on Netflix last year. It's called You People, uh, Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy. Um, um I will, other, other actors in there. I've seen it. Um, I will just say Shrek 2 is more the meet the parents type of movie. So. <laughs> yeah. I was more going with the Eddie Murphy connection. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah I feel, and, you know, and I know there's like some like Jewish cultural stuff in there, which we talked about earlier, although not really to the movie. All right. Next one. Giant green monster around the turn of the millennia written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rosario. Rosio. 
uh, who wrote this movie. And that would be Godzilla 98. Same Ooh, writers. What a good movie. Yeah, seen it. Um, a lot of fish. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. Yeah. My favorite That's, my favorite part is the the Siskel and Ebert joke that's in that right. movie. Oh, really? Oh, so, okay. So it's got modern pop culture references, too. So, um, all right. Next one. Uh, we got Robin Hood in this. Robin Hood Men Tights. Tight. Uh, parody tights. of Parody of Robin Hood. And, mm-hmm. you know, having just watched History of the World over the last couple weeks, that's your little part two. Got Mel Brooks on the mind. Yeah, I, I, I was inflicted with that, too. I've cu- caught up on a bunch of the blind mm-hmm. spots of his, um, including a documentary that was I did not enjoy called The mm-hmm. Auto Bat. So, um, that was but, really boring. He was great in it. He he's was great. like, he's fantastic he's like, at everything. He's, like, he's amazing, but like, then I'm like, oh, I'm just like, watching. why is this a 90 minute documentary? Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. I'm yeah. watching a thing about really old people talking about things they, they liked eating. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we both watched the auto that. I'm, I'm really like, missing out on this. I watched yeah. it at like 9 a.m. on a Sunday when I was having a bagel and a cup of coffee. I was like, I need something to throw on while I'm eating my bagel. Mm-hmm. What is this? <laughs> All right. Uh, I have one more spot to fill. Um, And I have a bunch to choose from, but I'm picking this because of the title connection. And this is Ang Lee's movie from around this time. Might have been like 2002 uh, about a big green monster who gets angry. And the title connection would be Hulk Smash Mouth. And so (laughs) Ang Lee's the Hulk. (laughs) What are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we? I knew somebody was going to do a Hulk movie. I just... Yeah. Well, and then when was... you guys started talking about Smash Mouth, I was like, yeah. that was right there. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. All right. Uh, Tim, did you have any that didn't make your list that you want to shout out? Uh, I, I don't. I read my whole list. I mean, I, I thought about How to Train Your Dragon. I thought about um, Princess Bride was on the uh, Toy Story, yeah. Babe, because he says that'll do. So yep. Oh, yeah, he does do reference oh, Babe. That, yeah, he does yeah. reference. Um, I, when Ralph. I said that they only have Matrix reference, I forgot about yeah. Babe. Yep. Oh, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph was on my short list because oh, I'd never seen any of the Wreck-It Ralphs. Um, Wreck-It Ralph Drew. 1 is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, of course, Last Wish was on my Also Rams because I had What is Last Wish? Yeah. Uh, Puss in Boots, too. Oh, Which, by the way, would be my also ran, too. But, uh, yeah. you know, that yeah. is – it's great. They changed the animation style, which is um, – they do the thing that, like, DreamWorks is really having a fun time doing with – kind of started with, uh, you know, Into the Spider-Verse, which is a low frame rate uh, mm-hmm. action scenes. So um, if you want to just check out the very first scene uh, on the movie, that's basically the first trailer. And you can see that all of the action scenes go low frame rate and look really cool in the kind of faux hand-drawn CG animation style. So I, I, if they do Shrek 5, I hope they definitely keep this style that they got in Puss in Boots too. So. I think I'll definitely at some point watch Puss in Boots too, and uh, yeah, for sure. It's just the decision of if I'm going to try to watch other Shrek movies first. But, it's yeah. it's there's no reason to. You could watch Shrek. Uh, you could watch Puss in Boots too without seeing any other the Shrek stuff. You'll get it if you've seen Shrek one. Also, I highly 
don't recommend watching Puss in Boots 1. If you want to get the flavor of Puss in Boots 1, they basically recap every single good joke in the entire movie in the credits of Puss in Boots uh, 2. So just watch the last right. five minutes of the movie and you got the entire movie. They they bring back every character. They all kind of dance. It's sad, too, because Zach Galifianakis is, is uh, in... Um, Puss in Boots 1 is Humpty Dumpty and it uh, just doesn't work out. So That's a bummer. He fell off the wall. Alright, yeah. uh, some, some of my honorable mentions real quick. I had The Box for Cameron Diaz. Pete's Dragon, speaking of Green, Green Knight. Oh yeah. Um, Nosferatu, speaking of Max Shrek. Turning Red for a modern tale about a character who changes, a uh, female character who changes appearance. Uh, Mask of Zorro, same reason as Godzilla 98, same writer as a Shrek. And also... Um, Antonio Banderas, and then fools rush in for the end of this movie. Um, there you go. All right, let's take it from the top. We have... All right, so Tim, start thinking about what you're going to nominate as your mm-hmm. suggestion. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, uh, Hell Green was my Wayne's World, Footloose, The Princess Bride, Princess Mononoke, I Spy, Mystery Alaska, Shadow of the Vampire, Princess Mononoke again, Troll Hunter, The Green Knight, Brave, Braveheart, Money Python and the Holy Grail, I Am Legend, The Mask, The Princess and the Pea, The Empire Strikes Back, Into the Woods, So I Married an Axe Murderer, Lego Movie, Beauty and the Beast, You People, Godzilla 98, Men in Tights, and Ang Lee's The Hulk. Zach, you get to go first. Uh, right. Just just to clarify, it was the princess and the frog, not the princess and the pea. Just to Damn clarify. It. I... See? Yeah. Zach accepted me. And see, this is this is the problem, is he put Into the Wild, <laughs> and I had to correct it to Into the Woods. Oh, did I write and it to the wild? Me, he did. And it threw me off. <laughs> so when I was rereading, I went princess and pea instead of princess and <laughs> So, I also, uh, when, when we posted our Into the Wild episode on Instagram, I wrote Into the Woods. Of course. And somebody was like, oh, I'm so excited you guys did this movie. And then I was like, oh, it's actually Into the Wild. They're like, oh, I was more excited for <laughs> <Into> the Woods. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Oops. Exactly. Uh, you get to go first. All right. I get to go first. Uh, all right. I, I've had this movie on my rewatch list for a while. Um, and so, Princess Bride. First nice. thing I thought of, lots of connections to other movies yep. we've done this year. And it's on Disney Plus, according to Tim, uh, to Jim, not Tim. That's my middle name. Princess Bride is what we end up uh, with at the end of this movie. Yeah, exactly. Movie. All right. Uh, what do I want to go with? Um, I want to go something like I haven't seen. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on you and go with another princess movie. I'm gonna, I've never seen Princess Mononoke, and it was recommended twice here by our listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick Princess Mononoke. I have never seen it, so there you go. That's going to be my... Ghibli, right? Isn't it? Oh. Yes, yes. Yep. All right. It's a Miyazaki. We have listeners mm-hmm. who have been wanting us to get... Uh, An anime. Anime, yeah. Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely hasn't, haven't seen that one myself, so that that's on my list for for sure. All right. And that's uh, him. Go ahead and you get to pick your... Uh, well, there's no more princess ones I can pick, right? So that would have been good, all three princesses. If you could, yeah, if, you, if somebody else... I can't pick my own, frog, so... Right. Um, I guess I'm going to go with one of my favorites that features green. So um, let's go with Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Tight tights. Nice. Also involves a princess who's being forced to marry a uh, yeah. really awful, awful guy. 
It's so funny how much that is just a parody of Men in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, it's yeah, like yeah. it's so like on the nose of that. For sure. All right. All right. Uh, final three. Princess Bride, Princess Mononoke, and Men in Tights. What do we got, Zach? Yeah, Brendan, you want to try to guess where they're streaming? Obviously, Princess Bride, you know. Uh, Prince, yeah. Princess, Princess Mononoke, where do you think it's streaming? Uh, I hope it's on Criterion. Nope. Tim, oh, you, I, you uh, guess? Yeah, it is on HBO Max because they have Studio Ghibli there. Correct. Uh, that makes sense. And Robin Hood, Men in Tights, where do you think it's streaming? Uh, Paramount Plus. Is it on HBO Max? Because they have a lot of, of Mel Brooks stuff on it right now. Yeah, HBO Max. Um, nice. Yeah. All right, so all three easily streamable for yep. most everybody. Uh, how, how are we feeling? Let's, you know. Um, I hate to be the anti-anime uh, anime person, but I'm like, I know, it's tough. I'm not feeling Princess Modern, okay. I, don't I know think there are a lot of people that will be very happy if we do Princess Bride. I mean... Honestly, I could just do like my favorite five favorite things about Princess Bride. I love this movie. It's one of my most rewatched movies. When it's one I didn't really grow up with, so I've seen it yeah. and I liked and it's it. One I've I only seen it once. With. Yeah, it's one I grew up with. And um, I think we, we should do the, Princess we, Bride. We get Andre the Giants. We get the wrestling connection. Yeah. You know, yeah. Billy Crystal is in there. Fantastic um, cast. Yeah, and we get Robin Wright again. There is a, there's a swamp. In, in, there's also a swamp uh, forest. So there you go. Yeah, swamp. And Christopher Guest is in that. It was really Love good. Chris Guest. Yeah. All right. Uh, Prince Bride it is. Yeah. All right. Disney awesome. Plus. Congrats, Jim Crumley. It's a point you for you. So, uh, yeah. And I'm assuming I'm in Canada, it's on like Star or whatever that channel yep. is that's like in Canada <laughs> that's not Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> Just get a VPN and watch it here. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, we always have, we have the Irish listener who tells us right, where right, it's right. in Ireland. Yeah. Canadian yep. listeners who tell us in yeah. Canada. Huh? All right, Princess Bride coming up next week on Disney nice. Plus. Um, probably dropping Tuesday, but you know, TV. We'll yep. Uh, all right. Uh, so, Tim, before we get into plugs, we like to close things out with a uh, like, what are you looking forward to watching in the next week? Kind of the bookend, the beginning. Yes. So I am doing a thing as part of my movie knowledge, continued knowledge. I'm actually a film professor at a local uh, community college or junior college here in California. Um, and uh, I went through the last year and really filled out my letterbox of everything I had ever seen and realized how many holes I had and mm -hmm. should be watching more. So then I really uh, stopped listening to as many podcasts and stopped uh, watching as many shows and I've been primarily like just consuming movies all day, all night. Um, but part of the way that I do this is I have five internet friends who give me a movie recommendation once a week uh, or <laughs> as soon as I finish the five, they give me five more and then I rank th those five people's picks and let them all know. And oh, they're, they always get someone's always upset because there's got last club, and it, yeah it's like a yeah. movie club but it's always like but i'm the only one I'm, I'm the only yeah. one watching um and it's funny because they're all like oh how'd you put mine last i'm like but these are all fours and fives to me right. um but this week so i have received these are the five that i've received this week um this week i'm watching win-win fish tank good time thief and Manchester by the Sea, I have completed oh I have completed three of the five so far. So I'm looking forward to watching Fish Tank and uh, Thief still this week. Pat, 
Um, and the current ranking is Manchester by the Sea is in the first position. Uh, we have Good Time in second, and Win Win is the last uh, so far. Good Time uh, is intense. Uh, good Time is intense. Yes, I'm not really. Yeah. I'm not really a Uncut Gems guy, so okay. I I appreciated it mostly for okay. R. Pat's uh, performance, which I think he's a very good actor. Um, uh, but. Uh, I don't know Fish Tank very well. I, I don't even know the premise uh, as yeah, of right now. Never heard of it. Um, um, it's streaming on Mubi, M-U-B-I. Um, and then Thief, I've, of course, heard of, but haven't right. seen it. Thief's been on my, on my watch list for a long time. Yeah, yeah I like so, that. Maybe that's a, maybe next year, instead of some of these movie challenges, we, we try to do a uh, a friend ladder or whatever. It's it's. Help. It's fun. I've had one person on the the friend list uh, almost quit several oh, times man. because they were that upset about uh, it. Um, and it's What's funny. It? Uh, no, it wasn't it, man. Okay. No, just because I gave their rankings lower than uh, something else that they hated or something. Okay. It's like I like different movies. So and and what's good is like because they want to win. I rarely am given a two or a one movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like, right. Um, uh, I have someone gave me Hall Pass, and that was, might be the worst thing that I've watched uh, <laughs> uh, for this. But they there was like one scene they wanted me to see, and I was like, why would you make me watch? this it's awful so 88 minutes to watch two minutes yeah exactly you wanted me to see the full male frontal nudity uh, and it's like what no big deal like that wasn't that funny so yeah, right nice uh so do you keep track then do you have like a scoreboard of like who Oh, you know what? I do have a track, but I I haven't really done that data. I'm not really that data minded, but I could go through and be like, I, I definitely have a sense who gives me the worst wrecks and who gives me the best wrecks out of yeah. the bunch. So because yeah, we track we track listeners to get their picks selected and things like that. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. So uh, you got a couple things on your on your list, Brennan. What are you looking forward to watching this week? Yeah. Um. Oof, good question. Uh, let's see. What am I doing this week? Uh. I am currently on a section of my personal movie ladder in preparation for the succession premiere on Sunday, which I guess is the thing I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, it's fine. But too. in the yeah. lead up to that, I am also watching a single movie with each of the main succession actors in it. So uh, obviously I watched the Jeremy Strong movie. I watched Margaret, which had both Jay Smith Cameron and Kara Culkin in it. So mm -hmm. I knocked out two there. And then somebody on the Discord recommended Predestination has Sarah oh, Snook man. in it. Oh, and wow. so I'm finally going to knock out Predestination. Had that on my list forever. Yeah. Me too. So since it came up on this podcast two years ago, it's been on my list. So nice. I am going to knock that out in preparation for the Succession premiere cool. as my Sarah Snook choice. So that's nice. what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. That, I'm also cool. looking forward to Succession. Um, I, I love final seasons. I just think I yeah. like when, when it's a final season that's planned. I think it's great. Um, and movie-wise, I got to watch Ghost Dog for Perthurian Challenge still. Mm. Uh, and so I'll be watching that. I also am finally listening to the Blank Check Kubrick series. So I got to watch The Killing so I can listen nice. to that. Nice. Killing's good. Yeah. I've yep. seen it and I, I don't remember. I saw it like maybe two years ago and I remember very little of it. So I'm excited to revisit it. So nice. And then I get and then I get to Paths of Glory after that, which uh, I love Paths of Glory. I love Paths of Glory. Yeah. So. You have a life, soldier. Cool. Right. All right. Well, uh, with that, um, mm -hmm. Tim, you probably got stuff to plug, right? Why don't you? Sure. Yeah, let me t let me give out my plugs. I I have been on a hiatus, but I plan to return soon soon to the two 
podcast that I regularly guest on. Um, I am, of course, the official third Real Weird sister, uh, Martha and Alice's uh, Harry Potter slash uh, children book show where we do a segment called um, The Take Five, which is we watched five minutes of The Prisoner of Al- Azkaban 2006's <laughs> Alfonso Caron's uh, magnum opus to all of mankind's uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, five minutes at a time, and broke it down. We completed that. Um, since then, I have been on hiatus, and uh, I believe we will return to do Goblet of Fire, which I believe is we'll, we'll a- do f- five minutes at a time. It's a wild project, but I applaud your commitment to the bit. It's a it, wild project. I, I, yeah, so this is great. like the Star Wars minute, but just with yes. five minutes. Instead five of minutes because the sisters didn't want to do one minute at a time Fair. because they they because the, when it was pitched, I said we could do a minute at a time. And then they're like, what will we talk about for a minute? And then uh, even with five minutes, the episodes are like an hour and a half to two hour I was long ask how long discussions that, yeah. just because we have we made up segments and then we play a game and and uh, it's 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 a real fun thing. If if you really like the movies, if, of course, yeah. uh, we disavow the author and all of her beliefs uh, on that show and the sisters really feel uh, that strongly. Um, it's, it's, you know, hard part about their show is like still continuing, but the Harry Potter is such a big part of their personal lives and their journey, uh, -hmm. as educators that it's, you know, they're continuing on we're celebrating the movies. Uh, they hate Alfonso Cuaron. Um, (laughs) so that's why we picked Prisoner of Azkaban to start with because they hated that one the most. And I have to say that, um, it was my favorite uh, Harry Potter movie going in, and uh, I learned through the first experience watching anything five minutes at a time is not a way to enjoy <laughs> anything. For sure. Um, For sure. So uh, yes. So if you not... stop right on like the like right when it hits five, if you're in the middle of a word, you stop. Middle of a word, yep. We oh, would man. stop it, and then then most of the first episode we argue about where we stopped because we realized we realized the weirdest part was we were watching them all on HBO when they were all on HBO, but HBO's time code changes based off of the ad they play. So one week yeah. we would start at a different point and it took us several episodes to figure that out. So yeah, well, in sense. Peacock, they mess with a lot of them too. Yeah. So I watched yeah. them. I, I read all the books over the last couple of years. I watched all the movies last December mm-hmm. and on the Peacock versions, they have like, the fade in and fade out for ad breaks, yeah. but there are no ads. And it's like, yeah. and like, mm. there's just a bunch of other things Like the peacock presentation of them is terrible. Yeah. So I am the only one who added them on iTunes and, uh, Alice, uh, was watching it on her DVD and would just stop it. Mm. Um, yeah. and weekly, no other DVDs were used. So she would just hit play again on her DVD player. <laughs> it was so weird, but Incredible. we would all get messed up. So we all would have to yeah. be like, okay, it's from here to here, basically. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's not exact for those who are huge data heads. It's not as exact science as you would want it. But uh, yeah, those people won't enjoy it. The other podcast that I'm a regular contributor on is the franchise, another movie podcast, which I recommend. Um, they, uh, my friends, Daniel and Logan, they cover movie franchises, uh, basically two movies at a time. They are currently watching um, uh, The Apes. They watched uh, Planet of the Apes, and I believe they're covering, at least this week, they're covering uh, Tim Burton and one of the newer 
uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Right. I never remember which is which in that ser- in that trilogy, yeah. which movie. But mm-hmm. I do love that trilogy quite a bit. Yeah, the newer yeah. the newer ones hold up really well. Yeah, 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 those are those are fun. I'm excited to hear them. Uh, it, what was what was interesting is how much they enjoyed the older ones. There is a couple mm-hmm. of the older ones that they really enjoyed. Uh, the first one's a Stone Cold classic, but other yeah. other than that, and then uh, I end up being on their Patreon episodes. We do a show called Compies where we talk reality television. Nice. Um, but okay. they're doing a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast right now that's really fun. And they have a show called Hey, I'm Watching Here, where they just go over everything they watched in the week. So um, that's a great title as well. I love it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Really, really fun, fun stuff. So check uh, the franchise or the Real Weird Sisters out for more content. So nice. And you nice. can follow Tim on Twitter. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Shut Up Tim, but more, more importantly, follow me on Letterboxd. Yes. That's where I want yeah. followers. It, it's Shut up, Tim. So, and if I don't follow you, message me. I'll follow you back. So, yeah, um, no, Tim. Tim is prolific on Letterbox. I don't know when it was that you like started just showing up my feed, but every day I look on yeah. Letterbox, I'm like, oh, sweet, Tim watched something. I and he yeah. you always have a comment, which means I can I can yeah. also comment yeah. on it. You don't yeah. just log the movie. You put I some try, words. Yes, I, I try to make it one single joke usually. If unless I feel yeah. super bad, unless it's something like no one's seen, I'll probably yeah. write it like two sentence review but so i watched uh oh so good time my i just watched good time today my review is uh look at me look at me i'm the security guard now and of course <laughs> the, the guy, actor yeah. from captain phillips is yeah, yeah. as a security guard so. that's how my, my letterbox review started with like writing something witty and then i realized i wasn't really writing anything that was witty as i was like rereading it so then i just made it my like stream of consciousness when the movie ends i just like brain dump what i was thinking sure. Yeah. Um, which sometimes I feel like I have to be like the memento guy when I'm watching the movie. I'm like, all right, don't yeah. forget this, don't forget this, don't yeah. forget this, like repeating it to yeah. myself. So yeah, they they really need a draft thing of yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Well, they let you edit your reviews too, which they is do. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. um, but if Brendan uh, ever logged the movie before he finished it, I would run to DC and slap him in the face. No, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, no, it's always one thing where I think of a joke like 10 minutes into yeah. a movie. Oh, yeah. and then it's the like, thing, it's oh like, this is a good joke. Let's see how good it is by, if it, I'm remembering yeah. it by yeah. the yeah. end. Or of if the, the joke is going to be my review, or if I yeah. actually want to write a real review on this. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's tough. Uh, but sometimes got, I, if you ever go to the Letterboxd, um, they have a feature request board um for their developers mm-hmm. yeah. and i spent like one morning like hours one morning reading through that and upvoting stuff and adding ideas i have so many ideas for things they could add so um. it's it's a fun it's really the less fun twitter becomes uh the more letterbox becomes my social media of choice sure. um uh i do want to say there was one letterbox bit so i get these movie recommendations from my friends one of my friends is the host of the franchise logan who recommended me a movie but he didn't specify the year, so I found one. I don't remember what it's called right now, but there was a zombie version of it on Amazon Prime. And I'm like, for a bit, do I watch this Amazon Prime original movie? Yeah. Uh, so I I start doing this. And it's like the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, and then it's like, how much do I watch? How much is the bit worth it? Um, to like tell him I gave his movie a one star and unfortunately I just couldn't do it. It was, uh, I can't, I wish I could remember the name of the movie, but it's like, uh, he's like, no, I meant the famous one from the seventies. I'm like, yeah, obviously I, I, I yeah. knew which one you were recommending. Why would anyone recommend this who stars nobody and has the worst CG graphics ever? So. Nice. <laughs> 
was, I was just scrolling through and I, uh, I didn't see it on your log. Right. You oh, can uh, follow me on Twitter at Fitzy Brennan, on Letterboxd at Fitzy Brennan on Instagram. Also, uh, every week I'm doing the uh, Star Wars feedback show on The Mandalorian with DM Philly and Latanya Starks. Been having a really good time through the first three episodes of that. Really excited to talk to them about uh, episode four, as I said earlier. So check all that out. Yeah. And if you ever have game suggestions, send them to Brendan. Yeah, there you go. Supposed to get game suggestions. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I listen to that podcast usually like right before the new Mando episode. Like it's like Tuesday night. I'm I'm listening to that because it's like the last one I have to catch up on. And I'm always setting Brendan my stream of consciousness. And uh, on the last one, he he teased this movie (laughs) and he said, you know, next week we're going to be doing Shrek and we're having shot up Tim as our guest. And I always am like, don't say who our guest is because that you never day. know yes yeah. right, and i instantly guess, said yeah. zach is gonna be annoyed that i just said yeah, yeah. but actually because <laughs> i it was i listened to it last night and i knew that you were already gonna like you were confirmed and i was like yeah it's yeah, fine yeah. he didn't choose it uh yes so. yeah because we record on sundays so by sure. then we have things pretty locked in yeah. yeah yeah and mando's really good this season it's a great I'm show uh, i'm i'm excited um uh, it, fun podcast to listen to as well. Uh, I did look up to see what was the movie joke. Um, he recommended me Fear, and he meant oh. the Mark Wahlberg oh, Reese Witherspoon yeah. uh, movie. Together forever. Yeah, and there's a uh, there's a of course there's a Fear on Amazon from like 2021 that's a zombie in the snow type movie. But it seems like the budget is it's like one of those movies you can upload to Amazon and just let people watch for free. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just the poster. I don't even see. I see one from 2020. Maybe that. Oh, that it. might. That's probably it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I made it f- seven minutes before I realized the bit was not worth the juice was not worth the oh, squeeze. Here it is. Uh, fear. Forget everything and run is what it stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, it has a two point three on Letterboxd right now. The uh, graphics. Not a single person I follow has watched it. The graphics were pretty birdemic. So let's just say that Thanks. if uh, that makes sense to you guys. Yeah. It does. Uh, all right, uh, and I, oh, and the director also made a movie called Terror Dactyl. Um, <laughs> that's, that's what you're working with here. Hey, how how do we get that on the ladder? Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, uh, I have nothing to plug, but uh, right. we'll be back next week for the Princess Bride. And Tim, thank you so much for joining. Uh, we'll have yeah, you back for me. something else, or you know, if nothing else, when we get to Shrek Two, we will definitely have you back. Count so. the, I'll be back for the see you in the sequel. Two sixty nine, hopefully. Um, yeah. <laughs> Six ninety nine, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> four twenty, episode four twenty. I'll yeah, four twenty. Oh yeah, that's that one's a little bit closer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, nice. We'll have you back for that. Thanks. All right, go go suck on a lemon tree. <laughs> this did happen once upon a time when things were not so complex and how he worshipped. The ground she walked And when he looked in her eyes He became obsessed My love is like A storybook story But it's as real as the feelings I feel No one's gonna get that (laughs) Deep deep cut Uh, Alright, so Tim, we always like to read our favorite Letterboxd reviews as our like post-credit Let's be quick on this Yeah, so I I already have some pulled up, which is good uh, so, uh, the social network never included the part where Mark Zuckerberg steals the Facebook logo designed from Lord Farquaad. So, yeah, same thing we commented on. That was from Jay. Um, Hume, Fiona, and Shrek. 
Guillermo del Toro wishes. And finally, the last one. Uh, this is back to what Brendan was talking about. Wonder how Leonard Cohen feels knowing that for an entire generation, the beautiful chords of Hallelujah, Hallelujah will just conjure up the mental image of two ogres pining for one another. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That, I think that his is, life is fine. <laughs> yeah, that is true, but that is not the mental image I get when I hear Hallelujah. I, of course, mm. think of Night Owl and the Silk Spel- Spectre getting it on uh, yeah. in, in slow motion uh, in nope. uh, Zack Snyder's uh, The Watchmen. Nope. Oh, yeah. yep. I always think of the SNL um, after... After the Trump election, right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, like that's great. depressing. Yeah, uh, with uh, what's her name, Kate McKinnon, playing Hollywood yeah. you know, as right. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, yeah, why, um, why? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Wasn't and, that like the opening? It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the opening to the episode. Yeah, she's, she's like, like we're gonna go down from there. Yeah. Like, I'm from New York. It's yes. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah, that that is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's what I that's what I always think of. Uh, all right, well that's it for our reviews. So, uh, right. Princess, everybody for Princess Bride next week. Kate yeah. McKenna, voice actor in a John Cena led animated movie. What is yeah. that one about a fairy tale? Of course, of course, that's Ferdinand the Bull. Uh, oh right, yes, I do remember that coming. Yeah, that, yeah. she's probably the LVP in that. Um, pretty <laughs> bad. My kids love that one. I hate it. It's like so bad. Yeah, I bet. So, all right. Well, right. thank you for making well, this happen, Tim. Thanks for yep. staying on a little long and missing. Well, I guess you're not missing Survivor. I'm on the I'm on the West Coast, so yeah. uh, I always I well I'll be spoiled by the time I watch anyway because I'll forget right. and look on Twitter and then people post pictures of the person voted off instantly, like because mm-hmm. so social media is stupid. 